Oh, you can't stop my dough. You can't stop my dough. Wanna be who I am. Been born to be who I am. Bright life from a distant star. Bright life from a distant star. Miracles and supreme. Miracles and supreme. <laughs> All in together now. You can't stop my dough. I've been born to be what I am. A bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. You can't stop my cold. I've been born to be what I am. Close light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. Yeah, yeah, right now on it always. So I can never stop. I always keep them in the pop. What a perfect drop, you know I'm saying? My brother, talk to me, King. I'm ask you a question, bro. Uh-huh. Do I got your consent? Come on, B. To debut a new addition to the soundboard. Come on, talk to me. Come on. I got your consent? My full consent. That ain't P. You hear that? That ain't P. That ain't, that, I'm that freaky. That ain't, that, that ain't, that, yeah. that ain't P. You would have thought Coley Bailey's was in this genre. Like, that ain't P. That ain't you P. You <laughs> A lot of. You feel a real affection? I'm saying a lot of motherfucking foul shit going around here, Slimes. That uh-huh. ain't P. A lot of self-serving in our culture. That ain't P. A lot of personal interest polluting what make this shit great. Mm. I don't know. What do I know? I still got a lot to learn still. You speaking that, that ain't knowledge, P. bro. 142 in and we still rookies on the low still. Come that on, ain't man. Me. Rookies that of the ain't, year, that, though. That, that, that we a lot of folks' favorites already. How'd that happen? That Come ain't on, P. B. Huh? That ain't P. It's the skill, dog. Yeah. It's the natural talent, too. I'm listening. The aggression, nigga. The truth. That ain't, that, the that ain't real, me. deal, emotional feelings that we get behind mm. when we that get in our real shit. Your mouth, man. And it, that ain't P. Yeah. And it's the that fact that we That's open every mouth when we walk in the room. fucking mouth. We open every motherfucking mouth, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas know what the fuck going on. You feel what I'm saying? Just like we came. Uh-huh. We've only just begun. Boom. Yeah. Episode 142. Last fucking episode of Black History Month. You ain't get, bro. Get the get. Get the motherfucking get. Get the get. Running trends is moving real fucking aggressive this month. Uh. I had your white moms pushing my shopping cart for me at Walmart uh. the other day. Almighty. And she swipe for me, dog. Almighty. Black history fucking month, Almighty. man. Almighty. I shouldn't even have to wipe my fucking mouth. Tell your white daddy to grab all the napkins, nigga. You should be lucky to wipe the fucking lips of a guy, my nigga. To the back of the train. Come on. To the back of the train. To the back of the motherfucking train Bang, bang Choo, choo, train Wind me up And watch me do my thing Tell your white granddaddy to put a cardigan on the floor Nigga, there's a puddle All advice ain't good advice But all advice is set for a reason And that's the reason you should want to take this in Worrying about us It's like worrying if the sun gonna come up uh, come Oh on. well all praise is due to the most high. Uh-huh. There's only two things in this world I could promise y'all in this life. I will keep the skull of a serpent underneath these aqua eights. Uh-huh. And the price of the eighth, still going up, Come my nigga. On, B. We building nations out this motherfucker. Come on, nation builders, it's nigga. It's still Black History Month. We still living. We still building. And we still gorgeous. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what that mean, Black? Come on, talk to me, bro. Absolutely. Without question, a matter of fact, complete 
Whether right or wrong, absolutely, you know what I'm absolutely, saying? Absolutely, nigga. And the third day, I can promise y'all, this podcast is uh-huh. gonna remain black on both sides at all times. Come on. Niggas don't even know that's the original title of this motherfucking room. That's the original Boom. title of this podcast, Black on Both Sides. The eighth was blessed before we got here. Nigga, we been walking by faith and walking by the eighth, nigga. Absolutely. Fuck around and find out real fast. You will reap what you sow. For some, this can be viewed as a blessing. For others, torment is on the way. Tenfold, I ain't forget shit. This is Tristan. Ain't nothing fucking with this train of ours. Nah. The last episode of Black History Month on the Wells show these niggas why Haiti was the first ones free, my nigga. Come on, revolution in my veins, nigga. Season four shit, nigga. Show these niggas why we was free first, nigga. Yeah. 142 in this bitch, what? That ain't it. Running triz, bro, you irking me. The Norcos come cheap, but I upcharge the perky fee. Mm. My bitch got major issues, dog. She'd rather blame Mercury. Mm. I'm doing God's work. I cut off the serpent's feet. Mm. Big wave, nigga, dog. You cannot surf with me. And I caught two homies, both of them first degree. Mm. I'm slinging big dick. Your bitch cannot squirt for free. Mm. (laughs) That ain't true. Two things. Squirt for free and that ain't peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. We ain't fucking playing the bully out this motherfucker, nigga. Uh, Y'all have no idea the last two weeks what a shit been like. Nigga, I'm almost died. Saying, nigga, what? For real, for real. But check this. Look at this, right? I bomb atomically. Uh huh. Socrates philosophies. There's four or five of squeeze and I give niggas lobotomies, uh. obviously. I can run the state like state property. Okay. If you flee with my lottery, I'm bucking like a dollar tree. What else? Niggas know the slogan. The funds is going up like an index. Dexter couldn't even do forensics. Mm. But I confess, mm-hmm. the reason why your bitch took her panties off, she let me eat a cookie with consent like I'm Santa Claus. Come on, B. Too many men trying to run back opinions that I ran across. Being pussy ain't gonna stop you from bleeding. This ain't menopause. <laughs> but I see a march of dime. This bitch Pisces mm. with white Nikes, a little tequila in my iced tea. Come on, baby. I ain't Chinese. I need every one of my lime squeeze. <laughs> I need ice like four time, like what J. Cole did with lights, please. Come nigga. on, B. Fuck Turn y'all niggas talking about, boy. Hey, young world. It's your favorite cousins. It's the Running Tris Podcast. Yo, the most dangerous podcast in America. Trisset, 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 what? Noel. The bad boys of this podcast shit. More money, more murders. The best two man squad in the league. Running a train on podcasting. And what should I do for the folks, my nigga? Come on, B. What should I do for them? A big black I, flex, uh, nigga. Flex with these niggas. A big black flex, a big, nigga. A big black motherfucking flex. I'm black, you get that flex, nigga. Let me tell these folks about the brand. Look, if if you came here for the most black flex you ever seen in your motherfucking life, most potent and thought-provoking commentary in the rap podcast category, filled with topics to boost your mental health mm-hmm. while speaking on the culture, past and present. But also, this is the last episode of Black History Month for 2022. Mm. And on top of that, it's 2 two twenty two today, brother. Oh, shit. She it's seen two, them t- two, 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 22s. She seen them 22s. Two twos. She was 22. Two. She meet me in room 22. 22. You know, this episode is blessed, and I got to keep it honest with y'all. Uh-huh. 
We've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. We've been bamboozled. Let us stray. Talk to me. Shit been running amok, nigga. Uh-huh. Last week's episode was supposed to be this episode. Yoda. While this week's episode was supposed to be just to get by by Talib Kweli. Just to get by. But I was deceived. Mm. What's the original sin, my nigga? Lion or some shit? No, the original sin. Original. Adam and Eve and shit. Oh. What happened with that? A viper came through, uh. talked to this bird. Bird want to listen to vipers and shit instead of listening to a nigga. Look, yeah. yeah. You see his motherfucking apple, right? Yeah, take a better put, put your lips on that joint. Put that lips on that shit. Mm. An apple, right? Yoda. Other night, well, this is not even the other night. This is last week's night. I returned to my device to complete the outline for 142. Mm. I'm looking at my device, and the outline is shown to me is the version for three days prior. You're like, what that means? Which meant the hours of work I put in to prepare for this episode, Vamos. gone a lot like that, man. Gone. Just gone. So I'm going to let everybody know everything that you heard and will hear about 70 to 80% of this episode is a rewrite. Come on, B. And I best believe I ain't like that. Mm-mm. But you know what? Despite the efforts of the powers that be mm. to silence all celebration for Black History Month. Not strong enough. You know what they can't rewrite? What's up? Our freedom, my brother. Nah. Our freedom, my brother. Woo. I am Dr. Francois Dubois, delivering the good word to inform all you scared Negroes of the power you refuse to embrace. Mm. You hear what I say, love? Come on, v. This is the second installment of the Neolithic Negro Newsletter. Did you hear that, brother? Come on, v. The Neolithic Negro Newsletter. This entire month of February, we have discussed the supreme mathematics, first being culture and freedom, last episode being building destroyed with our brother Rip, a lot more destroying than building. You know what I'm saying? You're working us all, and today's principle is the fifth principle, which is refinement and power. Mm. Inshallah, we will be discussing these values and how they associate with our contemporary rap culture and also dignifying the solidarities that these structures attribute between us to mean us, brother. Come you know on, what I, man. I hear you. Refinement. Look at our resources mm. to rewrite and reroute rhetoric that was recently revised beyond resembling the ruthless rampage that these races have ravished and rattled our realities with. Are you with me, my brother? I hear you, Stay with me. Watch this, brother. I'm walking with you. I'm walking with you. While the rationale of refusing our reluctance repeatedly to reframe our reactions as radical so that in order to feel like we need to retreat from feeling repulsive, Mm -hmm. every Negro story feels like a redemption story where we were never regretful in the first place. Brother, do you hear what I'm saying? I ain't got no goddamn regrets. Holler if you hear me, brother. I ain't got no goddamn regrets. I am not retarded. I am reawakened. The revolution revolution will not easily be redirected. Our reputations will not be reduced to rebelliousness. We do not require rescue. We need to recognize our own righteousness, my Mm. brother. And in order to recognize our own righteousness, Dr. Francois Dubois needs to recoup. Mm-hmm. From some light gambling that took place over Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. So my brother passed around a collection plate so the good doctor can get that revenue. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? God bless. Level enough. Lord help us all. You know what I'm saying? Whew. I got some payments to make before the 23rd. You know what I'm saying? That's it's midnight. Like. Everybody that's on the, load up. That's tomorrow. Uh, Sister Shirley, that's all you can give. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dig deep. It's a life of death. You this know what I'm saying? It's life of death. I need the power of that dollar to refine my future. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep that plate in front of Shirley. She, keep that plate. She could dig deeper. If you came here for authentic commentary on the state of affairs and rap culture with an unbiased wealth of knowledge, but at the same time, you came here to chop it up with some niggas 
some real niggas mm-hmm. really getting it out the mud and redesigning the way you experience rap podcasts. Why? Because the eighth still going up, nigga. Run the motherfucking face. check, nigga. It's Black History Month, and we overcharged niggas for what they did at Chappelle show. Mm. And we back in Brooklyn, my nigga. So I figure we got to show love to the projects out in BK and shit, you know what I'm saying? I feel that. So, my nigga, what's the price of the eighth in Brooklyn, my nigga? <laughs> I'm talking about Marcy Houses, mm-hmm. Red Hook, Sumner, nigga. Mm. Van Dyke Houses, Bayview Houses, Roosevelt Houses, nigga. Kerry Gartens, Walt Whitman and shit, nigga, Brownville, Project Buildings and shit, nigga. Heard there's a lot of gentrification going on in Brooklyn, though, my brother. I'm here. And I feel like we ain't eating off that gentrification. I know I'm not. I'm not seeing a dime off that. I'm down in the ho- I'm down for 90, nigga. Yeah, the whole 90. I'm down for the whole 90, The whole nigga. 90. Yeah. And for Black History Month, and for the fact that I feel like if you're going to get it back, you got to get it back in blood. What's the price of the eighth in Brooklyn, my nigga? Price of the eighth in Brooklyn? $50. $50, my nigga. What? For the guys. For the guys. For the family. Uh-huh. For the familiar. For the blood. For the blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm listening. But for... <laughs> for everybody else. But for you outliers. Uh-huh. You outsiders. outsiders you know niggas on the outskirts of what we built. I'm listening. Hey, be that... That, that eighth? Yeah. 500000 Now. $500? Shit, let's, let's make it local. Shit, it's last since we black history, man. Okay. What city is more black than Atlanta? In the South, feel me? But Atlanta's... So you know. I'm saying, like, let's really up the ticket for outsiders. Fayetteville is not Atlanta. Uh, not Atlanta. Uh, Clayco is not Atlanta. College Park is not Atlanta. Johns Creek, Decatur, Philarica is not Atlanta. Yeah. Woodstock, not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. Gwinnett, Warner Robins, it's not Atlanta. Decap. It's not Atlanta. Snellville's not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. <laughs> I shot the Brooklyn one time. If Faith had twins, she gonna need a cop two eighths. You know what I'm saying, boy? No but if you came here to listen to two cousins, that will play the panties by most death to uplift these beautiful black women and edify the spirit of every queen listening. In mind. Baby, slow down, just body time. You mean gonna and soul. Here for a while. Okay. <sighs> but at the same time, uh-huh. we'll play Big Drip by Fabio Fora for the sweet talking to me. All these skis and hoorahs like to do hey, that my. nasty yeah. shit. Yeah, nasty. like to be told to shut the fuck up every now and again. Shorty, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shorty, shut the fuck up. Big Drip. Big Drip. Bow. And they loving the style. Movie. Viral. Send, send me the Addy right now. Shorty, fuck you talking about when I pull up to the crib. Make uh-huh. sure that crying apple motherfucker in the freezer with my cherry coke and my condoms, my Come nigga. Because if you freeze the rubble, they last longer. You heard it here first. You going right through you know that bad boy, <laughs> You came to the right you motherfucker. You can't unroll the frozen rubble. Yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> nah, nigga, that's why your body, he take over, bro. You got you to gotta take it out the package and freeze it first. We are here to provide the high-quality content and to really figure out, is it Uchi Wally? Or one mic. Yo, don't be out here fucking with Fozo Gruppers, dog. <laughs> you know? Don't uh, listen to anything for the truth says. Listen to that. I did, yeah. I, I did that, so you don't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's either Uchi Wally's or one mic. But in today's case, is it history or mathematics? And if you live the life I live, uh-huh. they're one and the same. Y'all didn't know what the fuck going on. I am the brow bully. 
your part-time activist, part-time gang enthusiast, aka Almighty Twy, aka Twy Dollar Sign, aka the Jared Leto of the ghetto, aka Tyler Dega Twy, the real pretty Ricky, aka Flirt McGirt, aka the little spoon goon. AKA Lullaby Twy, if you roll my boat, you will wake up wet. AKA Jedi Twy, I'm from the west side of the force. AKA Twilito Valentino, I'm known to be fashionably late. AKA Brother Malcolm Exorcist, my tribe is here to spread enlightenment while selling crack cocaine to your community to purify your sensibilities. Mm. Keep your third twy open. But y'all could call me Westside Twy, and I'm one half of this dynamic duo. And I'm here with the New Jersey Devil, the poster boy for black sociopaths, my cousin and confidant, the Farrakhan of marijuana, human PCP in the flesh. He's the reason you find a Fenny Print Durag under your BS pillow. And you know this is the most deaf episode, right? The original Pretty Flacco, right? Black Dante, right? A legend in two games? Tax fraud and premium fedoras, nigga. Which hats you got in your trunk, my nigga? Premium fedoras? Yeah, I need the red suede, <laughs> nigga. What you got for me, dog? What you got Bro, for me, man? If you see me pulling out a, a red suede fedora, that means you already know 12 is involved. Go time, boy. Hey, v. Hey, somebody got to get in line, nigga. It's my, hey, nigga, this nigga. is my arraignment hat, nigga. I'm saying, you already know if I pull out the black velvet, I'm stepping out with your mom's that night. Okay. You see that Speak black crushed velvet coming out? But shit, I need something for Easter Sunday, but I need that Heather Gray. Heather Gray? I need a Heather Gray with the, with the With the lavender uh, band going around that right, shit? Yes, sir. Is that a lavalier or whatever they call that shit? my Duke's crown, you, you know see what I'm it, saying? Dog. I got haberdashers going crazy but out shit, here, bro. I'm about to step out, you know what I mean? I'm about to go to Midtown, Atlanta and shit. Mm-hmm. For the grown and sexy, I need me a classic black fedora, bro. All right, I might fuck around and get me an Undertaker leather fedora yeah, in this bitch, Yeah, one dog. of them? Yeah. Shit, now I think about it, I need a Saturday flex, too. I need the classic black with the feather. Boom. You got that for me? It's an eagle feather. But at the same time, on the same time, I got a paint and sip Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I need the classic black with the red inside with the Boom. leather. You man. see it. You see it. You got that, John, with me? The, the gold buckle on that motherfucker. What else, bro? We got Come on, B. I'm really stepping out. If we got a barbecue, don't let me pull out that plaid joint. Okay. Don't let me pull out the plaid okay. joint. Mix yeah. it with the Stacey Adams uh, slip, slip inside. No, uh, well, back we going on back the to Grandma's house after this. So I need the champagne tan Ooh. on my shit too. Right? You know that's Grandma's face. You know what I'm saying the light bone cream on my hat. Grandma know? make me do a spin every time yeah, I wear like that in the house. Man, shit. And Mother's Day coming up, so you know I need the forest green for doors in this Come motherfucker, on. boy. For you, who else do it like us? I'm saying, for you, mama, the mighty most. You know do rag underneath this motherfucker. He smoking dust, just like most dust. <laughs> <laughs> smoking dust, but still the black boy. White folks can trust. Lord Noel's talk to these niggas one time. Yo, duh. Tell them what they shit, boy. Low key Noel, aka the hood grief counselor. AKA Shamir Little. AKA Showtime X. AKA the DR Luchador off the top rope with my belt out. AKA Low Tep Noel. Lord guide my hands while I divide these bands. Amen. I figure for this last. Black History Month episode uh-huh. for 2022, 222. She see and today is Tuesday for the 22, 222s. Mm-hmm. And she seen the 22s. But I remember back in the day, 22 was a very complicated number for me. Mm, and I figured for this episode, considering the things that we're speaking on, mm-hmm. refinement and power. Okay. This is the podcast version of Johnny Has Five Apples. Oh, shit. Now, why would I say that? Niggas is not good at math. Speak on it. Yeah, high pressure. Yeah, Johnny. supreme mathematics. Yeah, digga. Johnny has five apples. Why can't I get it right, mama? Yeah, that's it's Damn. a high pressure situation. <laughs> I need patience in my life. Please. 
Please, the same patience that you would have for the white man, have for me, your black son. I figure Johnny had five apples, but Johnny never got it the first time. Mm. Refinement. Yeah. Got to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Johnny has five apples. Come on, speak to me in my language. Johnny has five apples, and that's where we at in our life. Mm. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're such in a fog, you can't even put two and two together. Them five apples who like two apples with me, brother. I don't even like apples. My man woke up with three apples. I don't know what's going on. You feel me? Well, fine, man. You got to keep on and on. Regardless of what's going on, you got to get to the five apples. Why don't you talk about some shit that I like? We live in one apple at a time. I guarantee you if Johnny had five mangoes, I would get the problem right. Look, all our male listeners, if you want to keep your apple, Mm. keep your hand away from that fruit. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That forbidden fruit. Stay the fuck away from it. What we telling Mel Listen at this time, Joe? Right now? What we telling them? Right man? now, we tell these grimy apple grabbing ass fuck niggas. Enough for you fuck yeah. niggas. Johnny rotten ass fuck niggas, man. Speak to him, man. To keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. You fast as fuck. Hey, Jersey Club. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to Jersey Club all week. You should have told me I would have had a little bit. Man. Oh, man. Keep your fucking <laughs> Hold on. Uh. Keep your fuck keep your fucking hands to your fucking yourself. Keep your fucking hands to no your rapist. fucking yourself. No rapist. <laughs> no rape. No rape. I would have no did rape. some ecstasy no if I was going out. No piss, piss, piss. <laughs> really get Jersey Club with this bitch, nigga. Oh shit. Somebody bought the dust out. What we doing? Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Tell these folks what we doing, man. Speak to them, man. Uh-huh. Tell these niggas why they should not be sexually harassing or assaulting women, man. Yo, man, you put your... Speak on it, man. You, you put your hands on a shorty without consent. Uh. That just tells me one thing. And that one thing tells me two things. I'm listening. You all sorts of coward... And you all sorts of bitch nigga you rolled in pussy, one. pussy nigga. You a coward ass bitch you nigga. pussy nigga. I will introduce you to Jersey Club for real, boy. Come on, be on what's that? Stop playing with you me, You know what nigga. goes on behind the dumpsters, I'm saying, me. one thing that Jersey nigga love to do is knock a nigga out for no reason. No fucking Don't reason. Don't give my cousin one. Please. This is Newark's finest right in front of you, nigga. Come on, B. Don't give this nigga a reason to knock you the fuck out. And I will. Keep your unmoisturized, crusty, musty, and dusty ass hands to your motherfucking Self Failure to comply With getting at least Two forms of consent Will result In a whole lot of Jersey club Kaka sumun You sumun ass fuck nigga Just because It's demon time Does not mean It's demon time For you Here at the Renaturist Podcast We practice consent With emphasis And we do not condone Taking advantage Of women physically Under any circumstance This is episode 142 God bless it Mm. And one of my favorite songs ever, Casa Bay, Most Death Version. In this episode, we'll be discussing how the overwhelming pressures of life can be like fire to purify gold. And we're going to talk about it. If you're a first-time listener, Running Triz is a safe haven for emotional, mental, plus spiritual growth and all the other type of fuck shit. To all my real niggas, protect your spiritual hairline. And to all queens... Don't sacrifice the spiritual edges for no nigga. Get your spiritual toothbrush and let the universe lay your edges down in peace. And may whatever God or crystal you pray to provide everything that you need. In February, birthstone, I want to say, um, why? Uh, hold on. Don't tell me, nigga. Hold on. You gotta be. Uh, 
Samsonite or some shit like that. Samsonite nigga. That's the briefcases. Hold yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> With the wheels on the bottom. Uh, Brip the night. Brip the night. Yeah. From Brypton. Brypton. Yeah. You know, you, know, you know, Superman from Krypton. Yeah. Black Superman from What niggas in neighborhood Krypton. Yeah. Yeah. You see it. Brypton. You been rapping. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> hey, DC, get your pens ready, man. Nah, it's um, every shorty's starter stone, I guess. Amethyst. I remember Whoa. that. Yeah, my favorite color. Go ahead, yeah. man. Shout out to Amethyst. One thing I seen that was very important was that the Amethyst promotes hormonal balance. Mm. Yeah, my that's something very important. Yeah, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing how poor keeping your hormones in check. Yeah, is very vital for men and women. You feel me? And the fact that I know so many shorties with amethyst lets me know that yeah, my you don't got the real deal. Obviously, that amethyst is stepped on because your mm. hormones is all over the place. Okay, you need to get that pure real deal, 100 percent mineral niggas, amethyst. Niggas luck. shaving off the yeah. amethyst. You gotta okay. check your shit. That's just looking real malachite from the from the inside. You oh, feel shit. me? Okay, goddamn, damn boy. You saying some whole kind of other shit, bro. <laughs> I didn't know you were a genius yeah. anthropo- anthropologist in this motherfucker, boy. Anthropologist? Yeah. Nigga, the mama out this motherfucker, boy. Thank you for listening. You could be doing anything else in the world, but you fucking with us. And really, honestly, who are other podcasters serving up Black History Month in this flavor? You feel me? Boom. Yeah, yeah. They might acknowledge it, but who really serving Black History Month out of this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? But we thank you for your support. What up to the Twaha? What up to the low heads? Run a check or run a motherfucking fade. If you love Trisset, support Trisset. How to support us? If you see that motherfucker, retweet that motherfucker. That's it. Just reshare that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Quick reshare. Drop the rates if you feel inclined. Drop a rate. Five star all times. Run Boom. to your little uh, podcast app. Drop the rates. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That's Five it. star if you really fuck with us. Little crit review on the apps too, That's man. We really review. like it. Niggas is amazing. I like here, comment there, help us keep this motherfucking train moving. It don't hurt you. And you know what we like to do? It's running to this podcast. Yeah. I like to talk. Uh. I really don't like to talk. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to talking shit, oh yeah, I talk big shit. Top five letter alive. You feel what I'm saying? He, he said it, not me. Run your mouth, my Run nigga. Run your fucking mouth. If you love this podcast of ours, this train of ours, if you out here checking your tokens and banishing the Yakub to the back of the train, uh, every podcast, every chance you get. Run your mouth, nigga. We've been running up Black History Month. Y'all niggas see the cover. You see how we moving. You see the flavors that we kicking into y'all. Mm. Celebrating with Trisha, the brand you can trust, honoring those who came before us and providing information for those who come after. You see it. Like we supposed to. The brand is as dangerous as it's ever been. And it's only getting more and dangerous. every soul on earth needs to know that. <laughs> so humbly and as pleasant as a nigga can ask, uh-huh. run your fucking run mouth. Run your fucking mouth, yo. Run your mouth, Run nigga. your motherfucking mouth, dog. Run your mouth, This out here goes to city fucking planning. Run uh, your fucking mouth. Why you in Atlanta. Yeah. Run your mouth, yeah. nigga. While you figuring out what really is Atlanta, yeah. run your fucking mouth. Smyrna. As you not Atlanta. Atlanta. Run your fucking run mouth. Run your mouth, nigga. Run your fucking mouth. Cobb oh, County. Not Atlanta. Atlanta. Run, run your, your fucking mouth. mouth. You know what I'm saying? As you, you try to figure out what really is Atlanta, uh, as yeah. you're putting your fucking counties and cities together and shit like that. Colorado told y'all. Stone Mountain. Not Atlanta. <laughs> not Atlanta. Run, run your, your mouth, fucking mouth. Speak on it, guy. Grady fucking hospital is Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what bed you laying, nigga? Speak Run on, your fucking talking, mouth. Nigga. Atlanta Airport? Not Atlanta. McDonough. It's not, not Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs>
Cartersville. Not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. Run your fucking mouth, nigga. Speak on it, guys. Speak run, on it. Run man. your fucking mouth. So while you try to figure out where you really fucking from, uh, run your fucking run mouth. Your fucking as mouth, your heart man. broken as you've been claiming, you've been throwing the uh, piece up eight times now in your entire fucking shit, life. Nigga. You got to live in Congress talking about nigga that's not Atlanta, bro. It's not fucking Being Atlanta. Amaretto's is pulling niggas' cars, bro. Yeah. She ain't going for that no more. So turn your fucking Atlanta Hawks jersey inside out. Put your fucking Atlanta Falcons jersey away. You repping wrong, nigga. Boom. Hey, hey, take Eason. Get your ass on the Lawrenceville. Why you doing this? Run your fucking mouth. Run your fucking mouth. Let me jump in that motherfucker one time, nigga. My nigga, run your fucking mouth. Snoop been putting on for the Crips at the Super Bowl. But what you what, what work you putting in under that train car? Come on, bro. Snoop Doggy Dog out here shouting out Crips at the halftime show. But you ain't chew, I ain't heard a motherfucker choo choo yet. Woo! Blow that motherfucking whistle. Stop playing with us, nigga. Run your fucking mouth, nigga. Run your, Run your mouth, mouth if you man. really fucking with that train. This train of ours. Me alone the well is like Silvio and Bobby Baklava. You don't even hear this shit coming, nigga. Run your fucking mouth, nigga. Run your fucking mouth. I was doing my Googles on which job had the most African Americans. Uh. Nurses, physicians, and home health aides. So we got an army, a nation of millions out here. Run your fucking mouth. Why you over here doing your work, doing your essential work and shit like that, providing all the health care needs and benefits that niggas need? Run your mouth. Instead of telling a nigga, hey, bro, you need your meds today, tell a nigga about running fucking triz. Community serving. Come on, community service, nigga. Community service. Come on. Run your mouth, nigga. Run your fucking mouth. Tell these folks, All the fucking home health aides, you got this old-ass Patricia talking that big shit. these niggas Talking about how back in the day they could spit on niggas. Uh, Before you slap in her fucking mouth, run your, your fucking mouth. Let me jump in that motherfucker one more time. Isaiah Rashad. Oh, come on, dude. Run your fucking mouth, my nigga. You freaky ass little boy. God damn, Zay up out here trying to get his freak off in the privacy of the crib. Uh. And somebody bitch ass brought that shit to the internet for me to see. What the fuck? Yeah, I could have run my whole life without seeing that shit. Yeah, but either way, my nigga, the house is burning, but this shit ain't over. Yeah, run your mouth. And from what I heard, they said a cucumber tastes better pickled anyway. Hoes come in a variety of flavors, my nigga. Yeah. Every real nigga is a freaky ass boy for somebody if you dig what I'm saying. I'm exclusive to that homegrown, grass-fed freak bitch. But not every chicken got the same feathers. Yeah. You feel that? I'm saying. Here at the Running Trips Podcast, we are all inclusive when it comes to the hoes. Just don't touch mine and everything cool. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you fuck, my Appreciate nigga. My hoes. Just don't fuck mine. That's I it. earned consent, my nigga. And I don't take that shit lightly, so don't touch my women's. Yeah, and everything gonna be pass. peachy if you dig what I'm saying. Don't touch my hoes. Running trips podcast. Niggas run a train on hymns. You know what I'm saying? Zay Watt, little freaky ass boy. The homies back. The homies back for real. The homies huh? back. The homies back for real. Everybody else, run your fucking mouth and tell the plug about Tristan. And my brother. Wrapping up February, mm-hmm. only rolling in the spring. Right? And they say the sun gonna shine again, but we ain't quite there yet, right? Yeah. So I need you to tell the folks a good word for everybody dealing with that nut ass bitch, seasonal depression, man. Mm. You know, CC gonna hit hard before she got done. You know what I'm saying? About to get warm out, shit gonna be blooming, uh, the birds gonna be zay whopping and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the double, birds. double penetrating these flowers and shit, you feel what I'm saying? A lot of freak boy shit gonna be, love is gonna be in the air, boy. You know what they say, love wins. So I need you to say a word for CZ one time, man. Oh. Tell the folks how to how to defeat this seasonal the bitch, man. 
It's season of depression, bitch, bro. This bitch has depression. Yeah, man. Speaks home. Man. To quote fame philosopher, motivational speaker, um, dancer, choreographer, money man, all over, all around accountant, physical therapist, Sean P. Diddy Combs, physical therapist. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sean Puffy Combs is a physical therapist. Okay. Brief stretch shake. Yeah, I get it. Brief, brief stretch shake. Let, Let it go. go. Okay, I you feel get, it. You man. see it? Yeah, he's a physical therapist. Go ahead, man. Speak to him, guys. To quote him, this, this nigga is the wildest nigga on earth right now, man. He said on a track about what we're trying to achieve, you know, beating seasonal depression is victory, right? I'm listening. He said, the sun don't shine forever. As but as, as long as we're, we're here, here we, might, we might as well shine together. Yeah. And that's my advice. Don't go through the rest of the seasonal depression shit alone, man. Link up with niggas you can shine with. Link up with niggas who can bring the sun out of you, Nigga, we nigga. right here. Y'all niggas know we on. Right? And that's us. We ain't Hollywood yet. Me and Lona Wells a DM away. Can't wait. I'll tell y'all right now, anybody that feels too prideful, but like, man, these niggas don't give a fuck what I got going on. Y'all have no idea the type of niggas that be in our DMs yeah. telling us all types of problems and shit. Yeah, real deal shit. Real shit, man. I say, fuck it, until we get our first deal, y'all got a good eight months before we yeah, go bro. Hollywood on y'all. My shit is open. My DMs is open look, for everybody, male or female, advice. I'm saying. Holla at your boy. We are a DM away, man. You ain't going through this shit dolo. Because pretty soon, our, our um, social media is going to be ran by a third party. Yeah. So get it while you can. Third party, y'all cool. You feel <laughs> me? <laughs> so white man named Bradley. What up to the B-Wars, N-Wars, non-POCs, and OGs tapping in every motherfucking Tuesday. Y'all know it's OPM and O. P P Vibe Chat. What up, whoa? What up? Whoa, day. Vibe nigga. check me out, nigga. What's going on with you, man? Whether we a week behind or a week ahead, we still on the fucking next. Mm-hmm. Running trees in the fucking building. All time. Man. Um, inshallah. Inshallah, dog. Inshallah, they found us. They will find us. Yeah. No, the keep looking. Hey, keep looking. <laughs> hey, keep looking, man. <laughs> It's a lie, you'll find us, nigga. <laughs> we ain't find uh, us yet, nigga. Find us, so keep going, yeah. man. Yo, so... That's the real in search of, nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to NARD, man. Niggas is fine forever, bro. Yeah, fine, but, um, find us forever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> see sounds. See, sign, see signs and wonders out this motherfucker, yeah. too. Everything we do. Don't stop at the sounds. See signs and wonders, wonders with nigga. us, nigga. Get better in tune with the Infinite yeah, Running Trips podcast. Come for the healing, stay for the miracles, you know what nigga. What I'm Go ahead, boy. Speak to him. Touch my garment, nigga. <laughs> So this weekend or whatever, a nigga caught like a twenty-four hour or forty-eight hour bug. A nigga was sick as fuck, dying. Why? I don't know, man. You know why? I don't know why. Now, put, now, now blow her spot up. Oh yeah, yeah. Put boy. her ass on blast, boy. Had a friend of the family, Keisha, son of the pastor that I grew up with, uh-huh. or daughter of the pastor that I grew up with, was in this household with my little sister and her friend. I showed him hospitality. Yeah, we opened our doors to him. Open the doors to him. I slept on the couch. Mm-hmm. Let him sleep in my bed mm-hmm. before they left. I took him out to eat, broke bread on him. Mm. Broke bread, breaking bread with them. Yeah. Broke bread with and with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just for Shorty to leave and me Saturday morning to wake up and realize, nigga, I'm about to die. I'm two coughs away from leaving this Fucked shit behind. Up. From leaving running trips, leaving my nigga alone. <laughs> I'm two coughs away yeah. from leaving my nigga by himself. Leave this train by himself. On a Saturday. Man. Any day of the week a nigga could have got sick and called into work. Nah. On a Saturday when I'm fucking off, mm-hmm. a nigga gets sick. So a nigga is dying. So I puts the bad signal in the air. My auntie comes through. And when oh I, yeah, boy. And when I say she, what's was, that shit? The pistol and the um, what's that shit they call it? The, I don't know uh, how to say it in English. Just say it, right? The um, keep keep on keep on these. 
Sunday. <laughs> yeah, the little mad shit. Yeah, the, the mad shit. The mad shit. came through. All kind of concoctions and shit. And, uh, I think she wiped the sweat off her nose through yeah, it in that motherfucker. All kind of leaves and peppers and all kind of shit. Crushed that shit up. Nigga diluted that motherfucker. Boom. T- took an eyedropper and put it in this nigga's mouth. Yeah, like a bird. I'm over here looking like, when I say a nigga's looking all sorts of weak, dog, all sorts of like, I don't got no defense around me. I don't got... I don't got no masculine energy in my body. Saturday, I see this nigga. This nigga probably woke up every four hours. This nigga look at me. And every time he said it, like, the first time he's saying it, hey, bro, I've been hallucinating. (laughs) Yo, you don't understand. I've been having nightmares the whole night, screaming in my sleep. And then I wake up and my hands is in the air. (laughs) Like yeah. Lord, if you got some shit to tell me, tell me now. Yeah, Doc Strange, so, bro. When I say that's the real multiverse of madness, right Halluc- there, hallucinating, big yeah, dog, bro. When yeah. I say hallucinating, I'm talking about like it's seven in the well, morning. That's the one shit. Nigga. That's all you saw. It's seven in the morning, and that's when I started to realize, bro, all that shit I saw last night wasn't real. Was the demons coming for me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm over here trying to get my shit together, trying to be as best as I can be, because I know we got a pod. We already a week behind because of the bullshit from last week and shit like that. Fuck Apple. We gonna get that. We love you, Apple, though. No, we gonna get that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Out of nowhere, while Twice Mom is over here doing, literally performing modern day miracles in his household, bringing me from the brink of death, my father and my stepmother pull up. It's a family fucking affair. Out of nowhere. Out of fucking no, no word from anybody. Nobody told us. Nobody, boom. So my pops is in the house. First of all, my pops is in the house with Jordan 13. Why are you here? Nigga. In this house? In this house. I'm sick. So while I'm downstairs eating soup, looking like Ace Boogie after he got shot, Twice over here working on a podcast and shit like that, my stepmother proceeds to ask Derek a question. How are you and your girlfriend doing? And this was the time I realized, well, it's not the first time, but you know, your family is not your homies and your homies is not your family. That's a fact. You know, for a fact, anytime a homie who didn't know about Twy's situation, yo, Twy, what's good with you and your shorty? Twy, me and shorty not together no more. Or word, my bad, bro. Keep it fucking moving. You strong for it. Family? Oh! <laughs> you not with her, huh? Tell me what happened. What's going on? What's man? the tea, young blood? What's going on? Woo! The tea is hot. <laughs> the tea is dark. I'm like, if my nigga wanted to talk about this, he would have offered the information. Yeah. You know what I mean? This ain't no A, this ain't no family fucking discussion. My pops is in the back throwing in his two cents like somebody asked for that shit. Yeah. Oh, you ain't got no girl right now? No, no. He said, um, I said we ain't together. Where's she at? Where's she at? Nigga, I said f- we're not together. Where, where's she going? Like, bro, what, what's, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? Mind you, I'm sick as a, I'm sick as a dog. You had so enough energy to laugh, though. Bro, I was dying while I was laughing, though. And I'm listening to this shit, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So, and then I look up, and I see my aunt, because she knows the situation as well. She's looking at these niggas like, yo, what the fuck? Y'all niggas don't, All man. this turmoil going on in this house on a Saturday that when I say- Mind that, you, these three should not be in a crib. Nah. This nigga's dad, this nigga, my auntie, and my mom should not be in the house. No. Shouldn't even... This weekend should have... <coughs> I apologize. I'm still sick. <laughs> yeah, cut that in post. <laughs> cut, nigga. <laughs> hey, keep going. <laughs> this weekend should have been tried doing, putting the bow ties on the episode and me and him piping it up all weekend because we're both off for the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, watch All-Star Game Weekend and shit like that. Watch Euphoria. Put our shit with a bow tie. Drink some red wine. And be black. And be black. On both sides. And be righteous. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No. 
Twy's over here fending for himself because I'm too sick to hold him down. So Twy got a house full of Haitian adults literally trying to buy his business, yeah, which is impossible. Minding my motherfucking I'm mind, over. Man. I'm over here passing out into my sleep and seeing demons every three seconds trying to drag me to hell and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, boy. Big multiverse of madness yeah, on this house, man. <laughs> there was one point when I'm... <laughs> This thing is Supreme Sorcerer. Yeah, no Patrick Stewart though. <laughs> yeah, big ghost. Yeah. Big fucking ghost. Ghostface. Ghostface is over there. Yeah, like, hey. Ghostface killing this crib. Ghostface is, is my Professor X though. Um, there's literally a point in time where it's like maybe midnight. Twice so mom is still here. She comes in the room with a thermometer, puts it to my forehead. That shit screams like uh, 100 degrees, 100 degrees, alert, 100 degrees. I look at her and I scream, yo. I got a fever. Shorty says, shh, go to, go to sleep. I just close my eyes. <laughs> That's wild. Man. I'm over here dying. I'm, I'm sitting about 65% trying to get better. Hopefully, by the next podcast, all this congestion and bullshit is gone. You ain't gone. got no choice, boy. We got to keep shit rolling. Yeah, Women's bro. History Month is next, man. I need these African medicines. Yeah, next episode Yo, for the bitches. You every feel shorty me? that has good fucking amethyst. Put them next yeah, to you. Crush that Johns. Yeah, crush that Johns. Put it every you hit a podcast. Put that shit next to your phone, your speaker, your JBL. Hey, crack that motherfucker in half and put but it in your window. That, that stepped on Malachite shit. Keep that shit to yourself. That shit to yourself, man. Yeah. But my vibe chat. It's been a super duper wild ass fucking two weeks, man. Bruh. But in a good way. Um, uh, most of it's been good. It's just been interesting. How things unravel, and you know, I'm still doing my slumberdon. I'm yeah. 52. I think 52 or 53 days into my fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody that showed love for the last episode for Baby Boy. Yo, nah. You feel me? I know that motherfucker was heavy, and I appreciate y'all for taking it in. Big heavy. What motherfuckers don't know about that episode is the day before we was pulling double duty. What you mean? What you mean what I mean, nigga? Yeah, you was with me, bro. Nigga, this is what I say. Like, I got brain fog like a motherfucker. We drove from Atlanta, oh. Georgia to Birmingham, Alabama. We performed at the Kickback After Dark Festival mm-hmm. and drove back to Atlanta in the same night. Yeah. And then the next day, we did episode 141. Shout out to the Kickback. Shout out to the whole Creators After Dark team. Yo, da. But you know that uh, picture... Of that black boy whipping his belt on the back of those four white boys yeah. in the cotton field. Uh-huh. And, and you got Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and uh, Sojourner Truth is in the... Yeah, I think Spongebob was in the sky yeah, too. The sky, <laughs> in the sky smiling and shit, Laughing. right? Yoda. Okay. I'm not an audio nigga. Mm-hmm. I've never been an audio nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm not technical in any aspect of the terms. But I learned how to do the shit that we do and provide the kind of podcast that we have out of necessity. Recording, editing, processing audio. I do all right with the shit, right? So we pull up to the festival, shout to the whole team. We opening up the motherfucking rap night, day two and shit, right? Mm-hmm. We setting up our rig for the live podcast and whatnot, right? Yoda. You know, live podcast is still a, um, a learning experience for us and shit, right? I set up the mic, the mother box. When it comes time to hook up the speakers, the mics is hot. Yeah. All types of feedback and all kind Frequencies of watching. and shit like that. Ain't no feedback in Atlanta. Nah. Feedback is not Atlanta, boy. Because we don't got no feedback when we here. Nah. When we in Birmingham, all types feedback, of feedback dog. and shit. I'm saying Clashing, no, no feedback at the crib. I don't know what to do. Shout to the team. Young nigga, um, young white boy by the name of Austin was at the firehouse. He helped us set up the shit, right? Mm-hmm. My boy out here swapping out speakers, switching cords, switching it, yeah. jacks. Trying to make sure our shit is, is perfect. The whole nine. In Birmingham, it, Alabama. In the middle of this gracious young man helping us out in the back of my mind, 
You saw your belt across his back? I saw that white boy jumper through Hoofletress set, man. All praises due to the most high in these faithful times. The black man is God. I got this white boy at my service, nigga. Yeah. Glorious, nigga. Trying to tricks for Trissa. Thank you, Birmingham, for offering your finest white boy washing our feet at the helm of Trisset. Black history in the making. You feel me, dog? He was blessed. He was blessed for what for the work that he did. I don't want this to be misconstrued or anything else. This is an abuse of power. (laughs) I felt powerful coursing through my veins, my nigga. I felt it. In my mind, that white boy was serving us lemonade. Bro, white boy, fetch me the ox court. To be in Birmingham, Alabama, one of the most historically traumatic cities in American history, and I got this white boy asking me if the levels is right, brother. <laughs> Sir, are these levels high enough for you? I don't know. They could be a little bit more level. Sir, levels. can I adjust the EQ for you? Yes, you can, white yes, boy. Yes. Don't look me in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Also, Master Swart requests a backwood be broken down immediately. You know immediately. what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, white boy, my tequila is low. Can you cast Omegle up? White boy, I need a fast charger immediately. Beat your feet before I beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> I can't lie, the thought alone felt so good. It felt good. Yeah, man. I cannot lie to the people, man. This might be the most ghetto Black History Month ever, but in my mind, that white boy is wearing white gloves with tap dance shoes, nigga. <laughs> Dancing for me, dog. Dancing, man. Keep dancing. Man. Keep dancing. Man. We'll walk out the room. Yeah, I like that. But it was a beautiful situation. Definitely a learning experience. And it's one of those things that really goes to show. All this came from one IG story poll, man. Yeah, how you niggas feel about a podcast? I want to say it was like mid not early September 2018. I yeah. put up a poll. Would y'all listen if me and my nigga started a podcast? And that motherfucker was 100%. A hundred percent yes. A hundred percent yes, man. Not a hater in sight. It was there though. Of course it was there. It was but even the haters want to hear what's going on. Yeah. At that time, I was so inactive. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't on the creative scene or really doing nothing with my life. And I was on the run. What county is that? What county it is that? It don't on? matter no more. <laughs> it's not Atlanta. <laughs> that county is not, not Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But y'all nigga know what it is. Big trip set. The bad boys of this podcast. Shit. Running Triz, the brand you can trust, raising the crime rate every motherfucking Tuesday, flexing with big emphasis. My nigga, I gotta ask you, dog. Come on, I know your sense of smell and taste is a little fucked a up. A little right foreboding now. right now, uh-huh. but I smell a quote, man. You I got a quote the, the Triz by? Do you have a quote the Triz by for episode 141? Piping hot, my nigga. Speak on it, man. What you got for me, guys? Yo, Rip, your BM is too young for me. Mm. No, she not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Niggas is dashingly, dog. When yeah. it comes to niggas being, there's there's no line, there's no lines in the sand, bro. Absolutely not. Man. That was the first time I really thought, like, damn, twenty three. I can't fuck with you. I'm thirty one years old. I'm not fucking with a twenty three year old, man. Yeah, but there ain't no but, boy. I'm not fucking with a twenty three year old. No way. And I think his BM's twenty four now. I, I, think she older. I think she's 25. She was 23 at the time. I think she got to be 25. She was like 19 at the time when she got pregnant. She was like, I thought she was like 20. When, when they got pregnant, she was like 19, 20 I, I think old. she was 20 when she had the jit. Oh, I can't even 20. So she was 20. She, she probably like, what, 23 at the time? 23, Moses 24 turned right three. She's like 23, 24. Yeah. I can't fuck with no 23, 24, y'all, bro. Happy birthday. You got to be at least, you feel me? It is what it is, You know what I'm saying? I, you got to be at least like 26, 27, between one 
23 and 145 between 51 and 54 you know what I'm saying are these the boundaries <laughs> that they say niggas haven't been saying? Yeah, run the trips. We said fucking boundaries, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not that quote, nigga. And for those who need it, here come the <laughs> here come the running words of encouragement. What up to all of the niggas and bitches checking in every Tuesday to catch a vibe with two niggas watching the house burn? Because enough is enough. The Running Triz Podcast. No cut. No filler. Just two cousins. Witnessing the signs and wonders of the world. While fronting you a sack to make it through the week. Consistently week after week. After week after week. After week after motherfucking week. You are a fiend. And you are appreciated. This week, Triz said has requested that I speak on. Repetition. Look slime. A famous Yakubian once said, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. While repetition means to repeat the action of something already said, committed, or written. Repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again may seem crazy, but it is unnecessary in the process of refinement. Doing the exact thing over and over and over and over while expecting different results may seem crazy. But in essence, this is practicing with intent. It would be insane to think that doing anything, or experiencing anything, only once, is enough to learn from, or more importantly, improve upon its performance. Repeating the same action over and over, and over again, and over again, to observe flaws, is necessary to developing your progress. Better results is the motivation, after all. To be better than we was, the last time. So never feel crazy. For doing what is necessary to improve on, what has already been done. Over and over, and over and over again. No matter what Yakub says. Stay alert. And stay dangerous. And most importantly. Never bet against the set. Running Triz is a form of community service, and will continue to serve faithfully, so please support Triz Set, as we provide that high-quality content you expect each week. Get better in tune with the infinite with the Running Triz podcast. Now, here comes the drop. Seven ounces, man. Yeah, not seven. Uh, seven of them. I have five ten-dollar bills. What can I do with this? And we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Y'all need to know what time we doing around this time, man. Black History Month. We're going to bust our, our um, we're going to, um, 
We're going to RIP it. We're going to bust RIP for those who are no longer with us, those who've contributed to this black culture, this rap culture, this beautiful thing called hip hop. And my blood born, first born, big born, golden born, mm. big born cousin out this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? My ace booms coons. You yeah. feel me? My partner in crimes. My slimes is his slimes. You feel me? Lone Noel got an RIP for the one time. Speak to me, Big man. RIP, man. What you got for me, blood? Right now, we'll be what showing love to vocalists, R- songwriters. R.I.P. And then, lead R- member of the R&B group intro. R.I.P. Big rest of power to Kenny Green. Let's go. Born Let's and go. raised in Detroit, Michigan. My man had listened to the Army at 18 and began singing and playing the piano at military talent shows. His homeboy, who was also in the Army, said, Hey, bro, you really nice on that shit, man. And I'm nice at what I do. I got another homie who's in the Army, too, let's who's be nice, nice together. at his Yeah, let's be, let's, let's three it up and let's be nice together. Trayways. Trayways. The real Trayways. You fucking feel me? Yeah. So they started the group Intro, which stands for Innovative New Talent Reaching Out. I wonder if they came out with the acronym There's before no after. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, it's not acronym, it's a backronym. Back a backronym. Yeah. Blackronym. A blackronym. It's a blackronym. Sure. Yeah, keep that. But I want to shout out to this. Kim Johansson's boy. What's up? <sighs> yeah, big shout outs. Yeah. Shout out to little Shorty, man. Man, you shining queen. She like half black, half like Swedish or some shit like that. But she, bigger bigger she, half black. She need to be half Haitian, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'ma like that. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to him, man. <laughs> Yo. So Green and his homie decided to start the group and DJ Eddie F of Heavy D and the boys heard him sing around 1990 and him and Heavy D took it. If anybody knows Kim Johansson's on IG, tell her to follow me one time. Spread the word. Speak, uh, run your mouth. Run your mouth. Run your fucking mouth. Speak that good word. Rihanna follows her. She do? She need to follow me too. Man. Hi, Rihanna. Tell her to follow me back, man. We need to be mutuals <laughs> so we can mutually get in line and yeah, figure yeah. some things out. Boom. For for our our commu- it's for our community. Follow, reach. follow Westside Twelve for our community. Boom. How else are we gonna advance? Go ahead, man. You get stuck in the 1800s, man. <laughs> the trio really wanted to sing, but the army was getting in the way. So after they recorded their um, tracks for their first album, they was like, "Hey, bro, y'all niggas gonna have to discharge us." The third homie who got introduced said, "Eh, this army shit is where it's at. So y'all niggas do what you want to do." So Green and his homie said, "Yo, you think a singing nigga, singing niggas is a dime a dozen?" You get replaced like nothing. So they grabbed another third for the group and they hopped into the music industry. My man was prolific at what he did. He wrote songs for other artists, including a then unknown Mary J. Blige. Um, hmm. He wrote Reminisce and Love Have No Limit. He also worked with Tevin Campbell, <coughs> a.k.a. What's homie's name on a Goofy movie? Was it uh, Powerline? Stand Power- now. Mm. Well, that's that's so, what you're going to chalk up Tevin Campbell to? That's what he was to be. <laughs> Okay. He wrote for Will Smith. Fucking yeah. God damn, this man has legitimately two hits and you gonna do that to him. Go ahead, man. Bro, he was yeah. he was power line, man. So Maxine was Shorty's name? Yeah, Maxine. Fine ass. Had no t- me, I was a baby. Yeah. You gonna throw this badass Mickey Mouse ass bird to me, dog. Max Goof. <laughs> Fuck out of name is that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no wonder you gotta do so much to get this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Max Goof ass nigga. Think I was gonna kill my security, dog. <laughs> For, for one bird Hey drop your dad nigga That's what's holding you back Yeah man. me Pop that nigga Yeah pop that nigga man Yeah get with the Wither team Get with PD and them Yeah them niggas Real balling Yeah real, real dogs <laughs> on that side nigga Your daddy over here Can't even fish Your daddy a poodle nigga <laughs> Fuck out of here nigga <laughs> That's wild bro. Yeah My man also worked With Will Smith Cameron He was on I think The Confessions of Fire album He's also credited With taking The you pop Keith Powers Who's this nigga You talking about uh, Kenny Green Kenny Green 
Fuck out your key pals from. I don't know. Probably key sweat cousin. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My man was credited with taking New Jack. Y'all, y'all heard it here first. Kenny Powers, Keith Powers, Keith Powers is is, is Keith's West cousin. Go ahead, man. Keep running it, man. Yeah, my man was was credited with adding a neo soul flair to the New Jack Swing movement that was popping at the time, and he was also credited with arranging what's the four one one album for Mary J. Blige. Mm. My man was really cold out here. Okay. He actually got the ASCAP Songwriter of the Year Award in 1993 after only being in the game for like two years, tying with Jimmy Jams and Terry Lewis. But that's when the problem started happening. When he first came out, my man Kenny Greens, you know, was a, was a husky singing ass nigga, but he soon began to lose weight and niggas started around him noticing it. And, you know, he's brushing it off like ain't shit happening for real. You know, it's the, it's the we on tour, nigga. Yes. Easy coughing. Yeah. It's an easy cough. Yeah, man, uh. man. My man started to have a cough. While they were working on their second and final album together, New Life, he provided, you know, lush backgrounds, insightful lyrics, and rich harmonies. And his talents of arranging... um. <clears throat> In his talents of making simple arrangements and merging them together with the modern sound, mixing Neo Soul and New Jack was like really showing. All this is happening. My man is getting sicker and sicker and fucking sicker. He finally admitted in 2001 with sister and sister. Bro, get on to you. Leave me. The suspense is killing me. Yeah, bro. He what finally is- admitted in 2001 uh-huh. with sister to sister magazine. My man, he said he was bisexual and he was suffering from AIDS. Ah, oh, nah. They got him. Damn! Yeah. While he was uh singing, uh singing, and all these clubs and stuff like that, my man was scoping out the niggas. He was scoping yeah, out the bitches. I like, get my. You know what I'm saying, yeah, your freak is who, your freak, who, man. Yeah, what you want me to do, man? Maybe it's kind of crazy. What you want me to do? All these niggas and bitches look yeah. good to me. <laughs> It's kind of crazy, dog. <laughs> about that, damn, like, boy. My man was literally in hey, this club jumping the yeah, night, boy. My man looking for the baddest nigga and the baddest bitch in one club. That's selfish right. to me. Uh, that's just me, though. That's a wild shit. Yeah, boy, that's wild. Uh, I'm leaving with something. You can't lose, I guess. Came out busting. Came Yo, I can't listen to that song the same, man. It, it don't. I see it now. I yeah, really see why he had the energy on there. The, the, if I go to a club and everybody look good to me, bro, yeah, I came, came out, out fucking busting, nigga. What the fuck you thought, boy? Bro, my song is uh, was a free lunch. You can't top me off and leave my cousin out. That shit, wild, Joe. <laughs> hey, hey, you leave me out. Yeah, <laughs> leave, yeah, leave me out, Joe. Yeah, leave me out this song. I yeah. catch the next one. Yeah, I catch the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep me out of that one. <laughs> Yeah, man, Zaywap. Shout to Zaywap one time. Man. Yeah, October 2001, my man. The house is burning. The house is fucking burning. He died of AIDS in New York City at the age of 32. Oh, what shit. What fucked me up was. That's kind of scary as fuck. 32. Damn. AIDS, boy. It's kind of niggas. Well, maybe it's not publicized no more, but oh, this nah. prep shit is it's out here. It's definitely out here. It's out here for real. But this prep shit must be helping these um, niggas with AIDS live a little bit longer. It must be the meds or some shit. The shit that Magic Johnson take, like the cocktail. Yeah, you got it's that. like eighteen pills you gotta take every day, some shit like that. Hopefully, it's vitamin C, zinc, maybe some vitamin E. Hey, why can't you just blend that drum down yeah. like like a whey powder? Boom, mix it with. You know what I'm saying? Well, A shake. <laughs> Breathe, stress, A shake, let it go. His family didn't attend the funeral or the wake because they was all homophobic. What? Yeah, his people didn't take the. His people didn't go to the funeral. Nah, none of that shit because they was all homophobic. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, this nigga's over here a superstar and shit like that, and you want to let you let your hatred stand in the way of his greatness. But the whole time you loved him, he was gay. It's not like niggas. Yeah, it's not like, hey, bro, I just turned gay. Nah, the The whole time you, everything you loved about me was gay. So what? You gonna tweak on me now? 
I was writing songs about That's niggas. That's why you can't be fucking with niggas, bro. Came out busted. Now you don't like me. Everything that you love about me was gay before what I said about yeah. you. To be gay then, you gotta be gay now. Yeah, fuck, man. What the fuck you talking about, boy? That, what you what you said makes no sense, man. Wrap this motherfucker up, boy, before we really get out of hand. His final recording was for backup, was as a backup vocalist for Tyrese's song For Always on the 2000 Watts album, Big Rest of Power to Kenny Green. Transition Shoutouts First shoutout goes to Cameron Harlem keep on making it I'm saying Yo duh Big shout out to Cameron Killer Cam Cameron Giles Head of Dipset Records man Trendsetter All around Playmaker And now Helper of creating New fucking life Baby maker nigga Baby maker dog Playmaker Baby maker man Cameron came through Drop the pink horsepower for the real niggas out mm. here, and apparently that shit worked. Mm. You mix that horsepower with that with that Flacco Jody nigga, yeah, and, yeah. Now, and now you Flacco, gotta we gotta pregnant. Jody, Flacco, Flacco Jody. Jody nigga. Big shout out to Pretty Flacco, the second Pretty Flacco, not the original Pretty Flacco. Yeah. Flacco Jody, yeah, Flacco and Jody, the bad guy. and the bad guy Rihanna. They have a jitterbug all Yow. thanks to Shut. pink fucking horsepower. If Cam was smart. If Cam was really smart, he'd take this and run with it for sure. and drop some shit like called like the Barbados Dose or some shit yeah. like that with a little extra oomph. Barbados baby on this song, man. Big shout out goes to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, nigga. It's crazy that a diplomat helped get another diplomat pregnant. You think about that thing, man. Yeah, Yams would be so proud. He would be. I ain't got a single joke for this shit. This is a beautiful thing. It's love. We pray for light, love, and health for that baby. Nothing but blessings. That pink horse power is blessed too. So shout out to Cam. Shout out to Capo. Shout out to Jewels, man. God bless Rihanna. Queen, man. Mother Earth, you know what I'm saying? Man, shout to Rugarell too. Yeah. Can't leave him. Shout to 40, you know, shout to 40 because he lost his daughter, so RP his daughter. Yeah. Shout to shout to JR and Bezel too. Can't leave them out of that chance. Shit. Um, and Uncle. Yeah, look out. You can't leave them out. Bubs, Aguilar, shout to uh a Mafia and shit. Yeah. Got shout out Duke the God in them. Of course. The A and sure. the stars. Yeah. Shout out to Freaky. God bless Freaky. Yo, man. That's the Godfather. No bullshit, man. God bless Freaky Zeke and all of the 730s out this shit, Mom. man. Female Matrix, man. Um, rest I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure Bell has to be out by now. No, he ain't out, man. He gonna be in that for a little bit, though. If Freaky Zeke better be the Godfather for um, Rihanna and Rocky's baby. Rest in peace, Bloodshine. Mm. Rest in peace, Hud Six. Rest in peace, Big Lamont. Rest in peace, Stack Bundles and shit. You know what I'm saying? God bless that baby, boy. That baby got a lot of pressure That's behind big it. Big family tree. It's a lot of weight behind that baby, dog. Yeah, shout out Riri, man. I bless that. A blessed ting, man. I bless a blessed ting. A blessed ting. Show. Yeah, for real, man. Shut up and drive, for real, man. Shut up and drive, nigga. Yeah, disturbious. I literally watched a video of ASAP Rocky taking two sips of pink horsepower a month later we out of pregnant dog. <laughs> like, me? come on, what, what you want? Me? If that's not the confessions great- of fire for come real, on. nigga. Next shout out goes to some of my favorite niggas is on television now, man. First shout out goes to Thundercat. This nigga is officially canon to the Star Wars universe. Oh, what? 
Thundercat is on the book of Bubba Fett's and shit. What? What? Yeah. He's like Big a shapeshifter or some shit like that. Some kind of like civil engineer or some, some nut shit like that. <laughs> some, some wild shit. I don't know. I ain't seen the show yet. We're giving a, a lot of occupations to a lot of niggas hey, this episode. How you think he crafted a do-rag? Oh, yeah, you're right. Dragon Ball do-rag? Yeah. Silk shirts and all that. You got to be a civil engineer for that. There's only one way to man, manufacture that kind it? of shit, man. Those fabrics? And another shout-out goes to motherfucking Quinta B. Uh-huh. Another motherfucking shout out go to Zach motherfucking Fox. Fuck around and find out. Shout out to the whole cast of Abbott Elementary. They got Everybody Hates Chris on there. They got Moesha's mama on there. Oh, they mama got D? motherfucking um, Orlando Brown drumline ass on there. One band, one sound and shit, man. And I read that Abbott Elementary is the first ABC comedy show to quadruple its ratings in the first season of some shit, man. That must mean it's real funny, though. It's crazy how Shorty really came around from he got money. Ooh, Which, got money. Bro, I was about four or five years later before I realized, oh, this is like a skit. Because, you uh, know, this was a new thing. I thought it was a real thing. Yeah, everything you see on the internet at that time was real. Uh, I thought it was a real thing. Niggas uh, wasn't doing memes. I know it was a skit. What the fuck is a gift, nigga? Yeah, a skit? A skit, man. It's a fucking fight, nigga. Yeah. I'm I thought, I, I thinking, thought the vines was a documentary. Yeah, bro. He got, Shorty money. On, he got money. So Shorty, she get a large. Shorty... Damn, then drop the puddle yeah. in that movie theater, dog. <laughs> Soaking wet. Soaking wet. He got money. He got money. A large? Yeah, Quinta B, boy. Mm. Quinta B. Quinta B, boy. Mm. Talk about it, man. That B stands for bundles, man, because Shorty came through and bundled up. I think she was with, like, what was it, College Humor or some shit like that? No, um, BuzzFeed. She Buzz, was with BuzzFeed. Yeah, she was on BuzzFeed, boy. Bro. That's what not that look at her. Not look at this black queen out here shining, dog. For sure. That's what. And look at Buzzfeed. <laughs> you talking about, nigga? Yeah. Talking about Callen shows up, nigga. Fuck y'all, niggas talking about. Yeah. Shout out to Quinta B. Shout out to Zach. The Fox. price of the B went up. If y'all niggas need rival bus drivers for that school, hit my line. Boom. Me and my cousin. Yeah. Two, two or four <laughs> gang members turn bus drivers. Yeah. Rivaling each other. Yeah. Who could drop the jits oh! off? Of? Man, fuck that nigga, man. Too late, fuck nigga, too late. Put your stop sign now. Bro, bro. Let the kids cross the fucking street. Fuck out of here, nigga. (laughs) My bus got tits on it. (laughs) Triple tit. I got black eyes on this motherfucker, dog. Yeah, twice the only bus that got BBSs on that motherfucker. You feel (laughs) what I'm saying, man? Next shout out goes to the big S N double O P. The motherfucking dog father out this motherfucker, nigga. Big Snoop Dogg now has brand rights to Death Row Records. Nigga, Shout talk out. about black history. Especially saving Death Row because I believe the last owners was like Hasbro, nigga. Mm-hmm. The same niggas who made Roller Coaster Tycoon and shit. Mm-hmm. Those are the niggas that had <laughs> the wild, most dangerous though. fucking record label of all time at one yeah. point. A real ho- uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, it's a real Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah, man. If you fresh out the coochie, new booty ass listener, and you really don't know about Death Row like that, listen this. Death Row is a label that made Snoop Dogg. Boom. Death Death Row is a label where Dr. Dre became the nigga that you know him as now. Boom. This is the label that made Nate Dogg, that made Daz and Corrupt. This is the label that found Lil Bow Wow and shit. Mm -hmm. And depending on who you ask, this is the label that got Tupac killed. So Snoop is over here sleeping in a death row plane with a knife on him thinking I'm going to have to poke Underneath myself. Underneath the blanket. 30,000 feet in the air. Hey, I've been I'm there. I'm going to have to poke my way out of this. <laughs> hey, trust me, I've been there. I'm going to have to kill the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and now that nigga owns this shit for real or for um, sure. the brand owner. First of all, 
This is ridiculous. Like this is greatness. It's amazing. When, when you look full at, circle moment. When you look at one of the most famous photos of Death Row, which to me is still one of the greatest shots of hip hop of all time. Snoop and Pac, all black, Suge, Pac, um, uh, Dre, and um, Snoop. Mm-hmm. And then you see the gold rollies and shit like that. And then you look at the fact that this is Death Row. This is Death Row. You got one nigga who's who's gone, no longer with us. You got another nigga who's about to die in jail. I'm not saying he's about to die, but he's dying Damn, in jail. Nigga. That's wild. That's wild as <laughs> fuck to say. Yo. Who <laughs> like sugar? He only got like 20 years in prison, bro. That nigga's like 58, dog. About to die Sick in jail. Years. That's wild. I man. thought they said they gave that nigga life. Oh, nah, like California nah. life. 20 years, 25, yeah. 25. California life, yeah, for sure. Imagine a nigga getting out in 25 years and you snitch on this nigga think he was going to go to jail, jail for the rest of his life. That's a few niggas now. A few niggas. Like, 2022. Whoa. Finding out that life ain't life. If he got bagged for a murder in, in 1993, ah. you just not getting out now. It's about the time. How old your son yeah. is? <laughs> yeah, let me find He's out. about 25 now. Yeah, let me see that nigga, boy. Yeah. This is a big deal, man. Shout out to Snoop. My nigga was just on the fucking Super Bowl screaming out Crip, Crip walking in, on national television in front of an audience of at least 7 million people in the United fucking States. Bare minimums. Yeah. Bare minimum. Talk about a story, dog. Snoop just dropped an album to commemorate this. He just dropped a short film for this moment. Death Row. The story of Death Row bruh, is one of the wildest ones that we have. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers and a lot of intersecting parts to that shit, man. And when you think about it, Snoop could have been gone, bro. The story bro, of Snoop, Snoop could have been short as fuck. Bro, Snoop was 17, 18 years old, bro. Fighting, uh, I'm talking about fighting that murder case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Murder I'm saying case. Snoop could have been locked up in hey, that nigga, the story of a lot of rappers. Goodbye. Nigga made history, bro. This We talking about real life creative geniuses mm-hmm. and real life gangbanging. And the fact that that nigga's an American sweetheart. Snoop is the most famous rapper that's ever lived right now. Man. When you think about that. The same nigga who, when me and Twy were in our adolescent years, was shooting Pinos. This nigga's American sweetheart. And I know bullshit. Real life, real deal West Pinos. Coast production level I'm type shit. Mr. Marcus in the background flexing this shit. Yeah. Roxy real Reynolds and shit. Hey, Roxy versus Pinky. Yeah, shout out to And Jane I'm talking about the good Pinky. Yeah, the good Pinky. Mm. Not the right Pinky, my good Pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be my new timeline of life, you know dog. Yeah, wow. dog. Life was good pre-Pinky. Some of the best rap songs that was ever created was right at Death Row while it was a full-blown criminal organization. Niggas. This was the number one rap label for a few years, man. Yoda. This was the pinnacle. This was the zenith. And high key, this is still the blueprint for everything that's going on right now. Everybody want to move how Death Row was moving. Bro. G shit. If Pac ain't died, they would have tried them same gorilla tactics on nah, the that shit would have imploded either way, man. You think so? Explode and implode, boy. Ain't no way around it. It shows too volatile to continue on. They but exist. seeing the lineup that would have signed with Death Row, it don't East, matter. I don't know, man. Some shits are destined to fail, man. I don't think it would have failed that quick. I'm not I'm saying about eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Death Row failed eventually. Inevitably. It was an inevitable situation. But this is a beautiful thing. I want all the iconic labels to come back. Revive Rockefeller, revive Boom. No Limit, revive Slip and Slide, revive B and Me, turn Rough Riders into a drill label, but revive them the right way. The no right way, yeah, the same yeah. way how Snoop went back where he started from, and now he's the owner. Don't be no wild shit and have like fucking Scott Disick um, start uh, Rockefeller Records again, nah. and now he got a rock chain. Keep Do that shit. Keep that shit in the family, man. Restore the feeling, not no bullshit. Make Rough Riders a drill label and see how that shit run.
That's wild, boy. That'd be perfect. That's wild, boy. Turn Rough Riders into a drill label, nigga. How all the drill artists? I bless that. All these saying? niggas, on, all these niggas on four wheelers. In the meantime, go ahead over to YouTube and watch the back on Death Row film, short mm-hmm. film I got over there. A lot of insight, man, and um, it's very interesting to hear how these niggas talk about each other and talk about Suge. Now these niggas are old heads and shit now, mm-hmm. and you know, like you know, old head flair and tempers are wearing off, and they kind of see more clearly. And um, you see niggas take accountability and be more understandable because you know back, especially like at least when we on man, fuck that nigga, fuck that fuck nigga, he did some foul shit, fuck that nigga for life. And now that she get older, like bro, we all do dumb shit. And they hear these niggas say that shit. They hear Snoop say he forgive, should because we all do fucked up shit at one point or another, bro. That shit comes from experience of life. Age of all these niggas back then, like when this empire they literally built from the ground up started taking the the fuck ground up, man. There was nothing from the bottom floor. And the origins of why that label even exists, bro. This is not no fly by night shit. Death Row Records is making the best out of a bad situation because they came out of some bullshit. And made fucking history, bro. It's just a beautiful thing, man. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful things, we're gonna pay some homage in this motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I got I got two. And you already know what to do, man. So it's me, B. I got T R U. Uh-huh. And I got future, man. I got true and I got full wop, bro. What you wanna run through first, man? Uh, let's start it off with the OGs, man. Let's start it off with true. True. Master P C murder. Suck the shocker, true to the game, turns 25 years old. With songs like Ghetto Cheese, I Got Candy, Swamp Nigga, No Limit Soldiers, and I always feel like somebody watching me. I got the big four flizzy on me. I don't know how Barry Gordy and them niggas even cleared that sin. There's a lot of samples on Bro, G shit how going through this shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? How do these niggas, how do you clear that? How Rockwell and them niggas yeah. clear that? Man, yo, talk about it, bro. Yo, shout out to this album. I'm not going to lie to you niggas, man. Don't lie to them. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't niggas. lie to these people, man. I did not grow up listening to Master P. Silk the Shocker or C Murder. I didn't grow up listening to Moby Dick or Mia X. None of them niggas. So the songs that I knew from No Limit Soldiers was like the hits. The shit's mm-hmm. on the radio. The shit they play in New, in New Jersey. Yeah. The shit that they allow. Whatever No Limit music they allow. Make them say, uh. Probably the only song I'll do for at least four or five years. <laughs> it's a good song. Not, it's a great song. It's a great song. So my opinions <laughs> on these niggas was based on the shit that I would see, like watching Hot Boys and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I determined how I felt about No a Limit. staple in black cinema. And Foolish. With Master P and, uh-huh. um, what's, what's the comedian's name? Um... Come on, Malcolm and Eddie. Eddie. Oh boy. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin, yeah. That's that's that was my whole opinion on how I knew about these niggas. Me listening to True to the Game for the first time, a mind blown fucking experience. Okay. First of all, I'd like to apologize to Silk the Shocker. Oh shit. Uh, apology. Okay. Probably the opposite of what I got going on. Go ahead, man. That nigga was spitting some real shit. It surprised me how much bar game that he had listening to this album and trying to me trying to figure out all right nigga where did you fall off from because when i'll be hearing you lately it's like not the same but young soak the shaka spitting some real dangerous rapid fire bars and shit like that mm-hmm. it was like a contest between him and mystical like what the fuck y'all niggas is really fucking going in and that caught me by surprise other than that album was cool man <laughs> 
album is fucking cool. It reminds me of some real horrorcore shit for real. Like, and I be forgetting like '90s. This real our peoples grew up listening to horrorcore, but don't admit it when they be listening to this shit now. Like, nah, nigga, y'all this is this. Yeah. Y'all niggas was listening to some wild shit. Yeah, for sure. I hear fucking Master P over here talking about he's a swamp nigga. Yeah, right. And I got Moby Dick telling me what's gonna happen. Hey, to this the album is why mental health checks are vital. Bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Straight up and fucking down, bro. And one thing I love about the '90s, bro, and old heads don't want to admit, but like, bro, I'm straight, man. I'll need me a little yak, a little herb. Mm. You know what I'm saying, whatever. Yo. Y'all niggas were fighting demons, literally. Bro. I see shit moving when I wake up in the morning. There's always things in the shadows. I'm yeah. paranoid. Boom. I can't trust nobody. Bro, your mental health is... <laughs> Y'all niggas were smoking Fuck sets, up, dog. Yeah. Straight Fuck up, up sets. In the intro of both albums, Master P, Let It Be Known, before anything else, I will not work for the white man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Lil Romeo. <laughs> yeah, Lil Romeo started the album on. Yeah, Lil Romeo was like three, four years old talking You're about suck-ass niggas. Yeah, Y'all niggas some suckers. Yo, if anything, if you would have... If, yo, if you would have asked me about this, if I never heard this album before, I would have thought mm-hmm. Dame Dash wrote that intro. <laughs> Him and Buggy? How you call yourself a real man and you over here answering to a white man yeah. working for? Shout out to fucking, um, what's track? Feds sampling If Your Girl Only Knew by Aaliyah. His only new Bruh I wanna know how them cameo niggas felt About the candy? Yeah bro When they heard that version of candy Selling candy I already know that Candy itself is about cocaine But it's mm-hmm. like those No limit niggas heard candy And say yeah But let's really make it About the fiends though Yeah man, Let's get the fiends What they want I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised If I heard that version of Candy On this season With Snowfall and shit man. Bro the song I need to hear is This nigga fucking Master P Hums To the Hunting We Will Go tune The Fiends Come Marching In <laughs> The Fiends Come Marching In The Fiends Come Marching In what? Hey, get on D, what? What the fuck was y'all niggas on for real? Ice cream, man. Nigga ain't no Mr. fucking joke. What's lifestyle, man? This album, this is the blueprint for No Limit Records. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the first golden tank. You can still hear the Bay Area influence. Yeah, but a lot of G Funk on this. This is the Dirty South, man. This shit's more Southern than the Ice Cream Man album, if you ask me. Move. And also, this album shows why you need a Joe Jackson to whoop these kids, boy. <laughs> Okay, talk yeah, to me. Rest in peace, Kevin Miller. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Rest in peace, dog. This album shows why you need a, you Joe, need Jackson, a Joe Jackson to whip these kids. Why? Imagine if Tito and them niggas and had Joe around, man. Oh, yeah, the boys would be a bunch of fucking. And Gary G- Indiana? GI niggas running around. Gang banging. Woo, woo, you know what I'm saying? No, woo, I'm woo, all shit. kind of wild shit. Michael man. extorting niggas and shit. This is what they needed in the Vietnam War, bro. These no limit soldiers is the wildest branch of the, of the military, man. Um, A negative note. But not that negative, just a lot of feeling. Nights, a, a, a lot, a of, lot feeling. of feeling. That's a not even what I'm talking about. But yeah, there's it's a it's, it's a, a double feeling, album. Man. A lot of if this is a double album in 1997, does that mean I get two cassette tapes? The only time I ever saw it was a CD. So I yeah, bro, the album cover is terrible. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says, bro. The album art for this was like he got the, the worst. job done at the same time. Okay? Yeah, I think about to me when I legit, I'm looking at the, the album cover. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Doom Three. Yo, ah, uh, feel me? It, it looks like 90s. a cartoon shit. It look like you know what I'm saying. Look like mm-hmm. a motherfucking violent video game type of thing. You know what I'm saying it got my attention. I remember being a jit, motherfucking Contra, the Doom uh, video games and all that. I see that cover. I see this. Yeah. Of course, this shit I want to get into. But What's me myself, man, I grew up as a Cash Money millionaire. It's Boom. no yeah, secret or nothing like that. But I've always had respect for P. I would have never let no Percy Miller collection touch my body. <laughs> but never. How boys, that movie's incredible, bro. Yeah, bro. From Gary Busey's on. Gary Busey? Yeah. That's a dirty cop in that joint. 
Gabe, oh my God, yeah. crazy Busey. Rest in peace, AJ Johnson. He got one. Yeah, rest in Pee-wee. peace. Pee-wee. I just sent him, <laughs> just sent him home. As a soup shot of his a lot of fucking master, uh, master P Productions. For sure. No Limit Productions shit. Big shout out to see Murder and that shit, man. Mystical and that motherfucker, mm. man. I'll never forgive Silk the Shocker for wearing um, a sweater vest like a jersey. Wear a sweater vest like a sweater vest, my nigga. What you want me to do? With the beret. With Backwards. The beret. <laughs> and man, shout out to Tess Pariah, boy. I hope you reconsider your choice, man, because... This Mia X right here? Nah, she beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> I don't know, Playboy. And she coming back for the crumbs. On that, it's my time. That shit hit kind of hard. I don't know Bruh. if that's the Mia X you want to be fighting, but nah. I don't know, she man. Ain't with, she ain't with the play play. This album really showed that you can be a terrible rapper, but as long as you kicking game, you're successful, bro. Hell no. Because in hindsight, I, mean, I you know, I grew up with this shit, so I was never really too hard on Suck the Shocker because, you know, I always was whatever. Mm. Now that I'm a grown man, that's just... <laughs> that shit rough, boy. But like you said, man, nigga was kicking shit. Mm. A lot of um youthful passion and he was insight. a young boo. He was yeah, a little brother. You could feel the shit, but technical when it come to technical rapping, no, no, that no. shit was boo boo. There was no technical rapping. Yeah, I, I, I was just surprised at how aggressive and because I'm like just hearing. Okay, maybe because I set the bar so low for him on the scene, like how he was going off on certain. Oh, he's a Mac. Like that. I'm like, he's a okay. Mac ten when he rap, Boom. man. There's no aiming. That's Silk the Shocker. There's no aiming. He just. Pop, 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 I'm just pop, letting pop, these pop. shots go off for sure. Whoever, whoever get hit, whoever get hit. Maybe. All right, next, Fuwap. Yoda. Future drop. Future. And in the next motherfucking week, Future drop. Hendrix. Hendrix. And both the motherfuckers turn five years old. So Future got songs like Fez Did a Sweet, mm-hmm. Poppin' Tag, Scrape, Rent Money, I'm So Groovy. Yoda. And then Hendrix got songs like Use Me, Fresh Air, Selfish, Hallucinating, You the Baddest, Turn On Me, Damage, Sorry, and my favorite, My Collection. Mm. I'm gonna start the joint off. Talk to me. I didn't appreciate these tapes when they first dropped. Mm-hmm. I was, what, 25, 26? Yeah. I was in love. I was young in a relationship. Knows why to open it, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Future drop. First half of the album, glorious. Yoda. Rent Money, on point. Kind of, I can't remember what song, but kind of hit a slouch. I want to say around, like, scrape. That's when the shit started really going for me. End of the tape, on point. I said, okay. Fool up back on it, right? Yoda. One week later, Hendrix drops, and that motherfucker hit like an earthquake in Atlanta. Who needs Kevin Samuels when this album exists? Bruh. Future dropped. I remember listening to this thinking, all right, this is like uh this is like Dirty Sprite 2, 2. Uh, two. Two, 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 yeah. Tools, yeah. And I was vibing off this shit. I said, all right, I'm like a few bops on here. This shit is like, to me, it's like an album of all hits. And then, like you said, dog, Hendrix dropped, and I did not know how much I needed an R&B album for Future. You was going through the breakup on this Boom. drop. Oh, Boom. yeah, that's I right. didn't know how much I needed an R&B album from this nigga, man. man. When I say that nigga was speaking to my soul, this entire fucking album, bro. One word to describe Future on this album: hedonist. Oh yeah. When I say yeah, voyeurist too, boy. What? <laughs> Future yeah, was about too. pleasuring himself and himself only. 
if you get some of the residual your energy, pleasure comes from me being pleasure yeah that nigga came on this bitch talking fucking shit <laughs> on my he literally started a jazz off of my collection my collection if I hit it one time so at the risk of sounding misogynistic uh huh do you know you part of my collection <laughs> stop fucking playing when folks see you, they think of me. I don't care what other nigga you been with. I'm the nigga that you discover all the qualities that you like. Boom. I'm the nigga that elevated your critical thinking skills. Boom. Fuck is you talking about? You can say all the bullshit that you want, but you know, in the back of your fucking mind, you hear my voice. How many shorties right now are still running with the nicknames I gave them? Bro? Boom. That's your IG name. It's still your IG name. Social media handles, bro. How many? Lord in the world, how many shorties right now are still running with the names I gave them, bro? Boom. Part of my collection. Boom. Branded. The Branded. Branded. You can keep that. Let dance. Who came with that? Who did that? Who did that? That's just off the top of my jaws. You're part of my collection. Forever. You still running with that shit. To me? What you talking about, bro? I could be a social media manager out this month. I got a team of hoes like Pat Summit, nigga. You talk like me. You text like me. You roast niggas like me. When you watch movies, you miss my commentary. Boom. When you listen to songs, you think about what I say about it. My slang and my lingo all in your motherfucking mouth. Mm. Pieces of me are all in your DNA. And you got the nerve to front on me? Who the fuck you think Shorty, you is? you part of my collection? What the fuck I you get, talking about? You know you got your style from. Yeah, you a big girl now. You Why love, you a big girl you now? Love how I move. Man, I don't even follow you hoes alphabetically, nigga. Bruh. I should follow y'all by waist size and hair type, man. Let's tweak on me. What you talking about, man? Future dropped a ballad with Rihanna, dog, on that selfish shit. A, a ballad. A fucking ballad Full singing, blown. sounding like Michael Bolton and fucking Whitney Houston on the spot. Oh shit! <laughs> the Bodyguard soundtrack. Yeah, bro. You can be um, you can be Kevin Costner. That's how that nigga was moving. Can we talk about how Future ruined the beat game with uh, off off the Future album? He ruined the beat game. Future dropped Mask Off, and from 2017 till about 2019, flutes. Everybody, you need a hit. Throw flutes. some flutes on nah, your man. shit, B. Unleash the flutes. Throw the Unleash the flutes, Every B had a fucking flute in this bitch. You need a hit, dog? Throw some motherfucking flute. Not any flute. flute. Yeah, B. That South Asia that Indian South flute. That South Asia Indian flute, dog. Yeah, for sure. That flute that Timbaland was fucking around with. Yeah, for sure. Perks in this flute, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Every yeah, whole, every, every... That's why every, I sound like that. Crush perk put in each hole, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Future was bearing his mask off. Future was bearing his soul in the most toxic masculine way throughout this entire album. No accountability was was taken on Hendrix, and no accountability is me talking about it. Yeah, I'm speaking my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm speaking my mind. It's me taking accountability for this shit. Still, one of the wildest bars I've ever heard in my entire life was on "Use Me." I'll scoop your son up from your baby daddy. <laughs> Use me, Future told Shorty. You're stressed out, my relax. I got it. Put your feet up. I'll scoop your son up from your baby daddy. If that's not a power fucking move, I don't know what. Is. You know, it's really funny about that shit. Talk to me. If I'm not mistaken, the same year 444 came out, right? Uh-huh. And Hove said, keep playing with your future. Your son playing ball with somebody else or some shit. Yeah. Whole time on that. How how dare Hove? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you even say that? Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Future didn't give a fuck. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't care what that. Oh, what you say? Why'd you let that ball go? Yeah. Yeah. I'll scoop your son up for real big. Niggas really yeah. thought Hov and Future had big beef, boy. No, off the nigga. Bar. Yeah. No. Got another nigga playing with your son, nigga. Right. <laughs> yeah, boy. I just picked, I just picked up another nigga. In the words of Batman, son. you can have him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alright let's go on to the next part <laughs> What the fuck I man? think that's enough man Alright some album came out man uh, Side Out Baby dropped Body Yeah Bounty 3 uh, Yeet Some nigga named Yeet I never heard of this nigga like a month ago But that's all I've been seeing uh, He dropped Two Alive Vic Manson dropped <laughs> Come on bro <laughs> Come on man Vic Manson dropped the v- this, this part is wild and trust me, them cease and desist is on the way, my boy. Uh-huh. Vic Mensa dropped the Vino Valentino EP. The who? There's only one Valentino I know. Bro, and the, that's Twilito Valentino. The Vino Valentino EP. Uh, yeah, but you're going to have to get that letter in the mail, boy. Puya dropped Dirt, Hurt, and Pain. Snot dropped Ethereal. Ethereal? Ethereal. Ethereal. Yeah, for real. Because nice. Nah, nice and pills. Yeah. Okay, Smoke Desert drop Mood Swings. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that title's so funny. <laughs> it's all about a man with Mood Swings. I really feel it, man. Yeah, it's I not to it. be taken lightly. I get shit. it. I get it, my nigga. Pee Wee Longway drop Longway Recipe. Mary J. Blige drop Good Morning Gorgeous. Snoop Dogg drop Back on Death Row. Kid Capri drop The Love. Dante Hitchcock drop Every Day the 14th. Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa drop Stoner's Night. Cousin Stiz dropped Just For You. Saba dropped A Few Good Things. Conway dropped Greetings Earthlings. What an old head-ass title, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you about to be 40 without telling me you about to be 40, man. Currency and the Alchemist dropped Continuance. It's like my cousin tried to pull in court back in like yeah, 2012. <laughs> I could see for the rest of my life, man. This is all the world. You only have two more continuances. Oh what? And then what? <laughs> we'll set the seat to the full extent of the law. Yo Gotti dropped CM10. Two chains dropped dope don't sell itself. And big crit dropped digital roses, nigga. Let's paint some motherfucking pictures, dogs. Hey, Playboy, I peeped, got, nigga. I peeped um continuance, currency alchemist. Uh-huh. I peeped digital roses don't die by big crit. Uh-huh. I peeped Ethereal by Snot. Mm-hmm. I peeped G Perico's Tango Johns, mm-hmm. and then I'm forgetting something. Did she do Sabas? I don't, but I peeped it like two, three weeks ago at the Bethel Fall. I peeped it, but I really don't remember it, but I do remember um, Just For You because it's this. Okay, so the ones that we don't have, mm-hmm. I, you do G Perico's and okay. Snots, and then I'll do 2 chains. All right, but Go ahead. The best way, I'll start off with Snot Ethereal. Yeah, that little boy got something going on, man. Okay, some good, some bad. Something in between. Something in between. That boy's touched, as the old heads would say, man. Listening to the album, the best way I could describe it is, it sounds like 10 minutes before the Addy kicks in, for real. Ooh. So all the wild thoughts, all the distractions, all that shit that niggas is trying to get you to rein in, before going them, fucking brazy. Before them 80 milli vanilla hit. <laughs> Yeah, for them eighty milli vanilla said. Album is funny. A lot of melodies, a lot more melodious than I than I thought it would be with all the way the niggas hyping them up. This niggas talking big shit. I think on the second track, homeboy's claiming that he fucked Doja Cat, which I'm like, hey, you'll be like the the hundredth rapper that said they fucked Doja Cat. So mm. why not? A few. <laughs> so why not? Okay. <laughs> um, this boy's talking big shit, man. I like the uh, ASAP Rocky feature on here. He has another feature with um. I'm trying to pull a track. So. 
he introduced uh, shout out to this nigga he introduced me to teddy jones one of my new r&b uh type vocal crushes the voice not the crushes short. yeah the vo- the vocals so this is, this is a woman yeah okay nigga, you fuck? said you said teddy jones what the fuck i'm supposed to think but it's teddy with an eye how the fuck am I supposed to know that? Me. If I said crush, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> hey, man. I am saying all inclusive, bro. Shout out to one of the most touch my hoes. wildest tracks I've ever heard. I, I, I featuring Kevin Abstract. Yeah, Kevin got real abstract on this motherfucker, mm. though. Kevin was not fucking it around. This, this kid is wild, man. I can't tell what his lane is for real because he's so fucking aggressive, but the beats that he rap on are real, like, flowery. I don't want to say flowery, but they're light. They're light as fuck. To me, he sounds like if XXX Tentacion went to like Brooklyn PS one hundred four, if that's a real school, this is what this this is what this dude sound like for real. So if Tentacion was born in Brooklyn, not yeah, Broward, yeah, that's what this, that's like. what this what Snow would be. Okay, braggadocious, doesn't give a fuck, disrespectful. So he will a fight me attitude. Like yeah, nigga, I was yeah. fuck on me, fight on me. Plus, <laughs> lick on me, yeah, lick, lick on me, fuck on me, fight on me. Plus, I have I all me. these, I have I'm all these feelings. Like, yo, that's low key my lane, low key though. Fuck I'm about to check that nigga out. The nigga says, he, like, literally, I got all these feelings that I gotta spill out, and I don't know how to contain these feelings, and it might be jumbled, and you might take it the wrong way, but this is how I feel. That was December for me. Yeah, bro. So I feel that. All right, G Puricos, put on. Now, let me do two chains. Do two chains. Two chains, dope don't sell itself. This album sounds like back when I dated this girl from the east side, which is not Atlanta, and I sat in her family room in the middle of three generations of Decatur's finest berating her crackhead uncle for trying to break in using a screwdriver and left like little uh, scratch marks on the lock. You see this shit. Unc, you are letting the drugs get the best of you. <laughs> This album is so far from Top Shelf Titty Boy. Uh-huh. This album is a scratch marks. Oh, shit. Like, I see where you're trying to go, mm-hmm. but the dope really don't sell itself. Uh, leave it alone. Like, the some of the bars is there, but... You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Put down the dope. You know what I mean? Put it down. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I definitely you feel, feel what I'm saying? I, I feel you. You hear me? Unk, put down the plan. Like, I see. I see what you. I see what you try to do. But unk, but you letting the drug get in the way, man. And um, that's all I gotta say. It, is, is, is it that? It's mad, man. Is that mad? It's mad. Is mid. that fucking mad? It's mad. Cat. It's mad, man. And plus, like a lot of the songs, he even sound like he want to rap for. Him, my opinion, like the like the bars. You know, it's Titty it's Boy. It's, it's two chains. But I'm not gonna say it la- lazy. Just sound like he just. Uh, like he phoned it in, like something like he just. Ah, you know what I'm saying, I got you. I gotta do it to fuff, like a fulfillment type shit, man. but that's all I got. Uh, you gonna do uh, what you? What's what you got? G Pericos? Yeah, G Pericos Tango. The best way I could describe this album is: remember the Everest Community College commercial? Remember yeah, the Everest Community? You sit on the couch, nigga on that couch, yeah, beating your dick, rolling up that little stress weed, yeah. Except instead of a nigga trying to encourage you to go to college. And niggas encourage you to gangbang. That's mm. what this album sounds like, man. When I say the motivation is up, like this nigga must have touched his like third or fourth million because he mentions it like, hey, I just made it. I got a store making five. You just sitting there. Yeah. Rolling up his little street bow. Just took your baby mama to work. So he got the whip. Get down with Denver Lanes. That's what the album sounds like, bro. This nigga's all about enterprising. He's all about starting your own business. This nigga's all about linking up with the homies on the block. But instead of all that weak shit, do some real shit. Uh, I got a store that makes 500000 a month. Uh, that's what, 
That's what this nigga's saying, bro. He's on his uh, rosé shit. He's on his rosé shit, but it's, it's G Perico. Okay. So he's on his rosé motivation Vibes. shit. But Vibes, smooths and shit. If there's one lane on this album, it's West Coast. There is no other lane. There is no other vibe. There's no experimental, let me go real melodic. No, nigga. I'm a West Coast nigga making West Coast buddy. The San Andreas fault line. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've, I've crip walked over the entire fault line. That's fucking wow, boy. What? What did you just say? <laughs> I crip walked the Santa James fault line, boy. That's insane, nigga. That's <laughs> oh, a good listen, though. I get if if you if yeah, you, nigga, it's a good listen. Yeah, that shit. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I guess it's on me. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me see. I think I think everything else is us. Oh, I guess to do Saba. Um, <laughs> Saba. A few good things. This album sounds like A24 Mick Jenkins. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the lens glare is very bright on this album. Mm-hmm. Very glamorized struggle of black people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's West Side of Chicago mm-hmm. with a bow tie on it. Boom. I guess the best way I could describe this album is right... <laughs> this is um after the antidepressants really kick in. I could see the bright side of things for real. I don't want that. That's what this album is. Yeah. Seeing the bright side of the situation. Because. But I wasn't prepared to see the bright side. But if you compare this to Savage Last Johns, there wasn't no bright side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wasn't. Because, you know, I'm, I'm comparing it to the last time. The last one was. Uh, Pray, Care for Me. Care for Me. And the one before that was Buckleless. Yeah. And you can see the ups and downs. Right, right, right. People right, right, were right, still right, alive right. on Buckleless. I listen to this. I'm like, huh. Okay. I guess it's growth. Yeah. For real. This is uh, this is very thirty-five millimeter film of him. Yeah, you feel me? It's artistic. It's uh, yeah, artsy. very. Look at me, dog. Yeah, black and white, for sure, for sure. Oh yeah. And if I could get some uh, D'Angelo of the soundtrack, hey, shout out to him. <laughs> it sounds great. That's a, it's a bro. It sounds great. Yeah. The track that caught me by surprise was the uh, I think Survivor's Guilt with him and fucking um, G Herbos. That caught you by surprise? No, not G Herbo got his G Herbo on. It's Saba that caught me by surprise because I like it when Saba. Why y'all keep asking me for shit? (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. All the tuition I'm paying. (laughs) Straight up. That's the energy on that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can relate to that shit. Saba was really talking his shit. The still track with um Black and Shmino was real fucking beautiful. Shout to Shmi one time. Dude, I need Ghetto Sage to get back together. I think they're working on it. I want to say No Name um, posted a pic. But every time these niggas drop a project, I need at least one Ghetto Sage track on each yeah, one of their every projects. Every last one of them yeah. that's the That's the deluxe drums. Yeah. Every time one of you niggas drops song, I need that Ghetto Sage behind that. Yeah, please. For sure. Because this shit is beautiful, though. All right, I got another short form review. Uh-huh. Uh, Cousin Stibbs, this album sounds like a Cousin Stibbs type beat. I'm passing it off to Lona Wells. This album sounds like, okay, I'm not signed to any major label. Let me go back to what got me high. That's the best way I can describe it. Like why I said, every beat is indeed a Cousin, Cousin Stibbs type beat. And there are no, there's no radio friendly hits on here. Don't come here looking for some shit that you'll catch on 102 Jams. Hi, key, don't come here. <laughs> This ain't for the, yeah. This is not his come here album. This is not for the casual listener. This is not to gain new for fans. The, this, this is for the Stiz fans. This is for dirty bands. This is for you peeped what's, shootout. What's the name of the Fresh first Prince? Prince. You peeped uh, was it uh, Suffolk County? You peeped if you like Suffolk County, uh, 
Come for the Suffolk County yeah. State. <laughs> this is a very Amaretto album. Yeah. Boom. If you ain't from here, don't come here. This album is very... If you're not a Cousin Stills fan already, this album ain't for you, bro. Because G-Shit, I was listening to music like all in a row. I had to revisit it because I was going... My initial listen... It felt like I heard it already. I thought this was trash. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought it was trash just because of the repetition of it. And I'm like, I heard all these tracks before. Like you're saying, I heard all these tracks if, before. Yeah, when I listened to it, I felt like I already knew these songs. But I think it's because of... I was listening listening to it for the sake of reviewing new music for the podcast and not listening to it for, all right, this is a Stiz album. So when I was working later that night, I said, all right, B, I, I fuck with Stiz. I was being kind of harsh. Especially when I peeped the, the last Johns before this, which was, I'm signed to a label. Let me make the label, label some money album. Which one was that? The one with um, "Die for Me, Bitch, You Perfect." I forgot what album that was. Uh, um, I like that song. What? Uh, yeah, that's a it's a label song with them Haitian haters. Yeah, <laughs> city. the city haters. Yeah, man, fuck them. I'm trying to find my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> the Birkin Birds, though. The Birkin Birds. Try to find my next thrill. When you listen to that. Don't listen to that and listen to uh, Just For You and think like Stiz is busting this. This album is not just for you. It's just for Stiz. <laughs> That's a fact. This album is just for Stiz, dog. Okay. Uh, continuance. Mm-hmm. Well, did I, well, did I, I started uh, Stiz off. You do. Continuance? Yeah, I started Charles off. The best way I could describe this album is the OGs that got together they set up a domino table and everybody's going in. The young bull says, yo, you know, Unc, you know, you just lost the game. Can I get a chair? And the room just gets silent. The fuck you going in the chair for what? You ain't live long enough to sit Did in this young nigga try to speak amongst the OGs? Punish that nigga. Yeah, right. hey, that's, stall, man. that's what this album sounds like. A bunch of OGs punishing young niggas, dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These niggas. That's the album you heard? Yeah, boy. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me run my shit off. Talk, okay. talk to me. I didn't get that vibe. This album to me sounds like it's the 1979 season opener. Mm-hmm. The Sixers are playing the Knicks. Julius Irvin, you know, you know Julius, yeah, Dr. J and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. J got the extra big and fluffed out afro, looking perfect on all sides. Ball tip off, he drives in lanes, three defenders waiting for him. Dr. J takes off from the free throw line and whips the smoothest finger roll layup you've Oof. ever witnessed. Oof. The refs blow the whistle. Technical foul. Off the layup? Not only did the finger roll leave the ball wet, the basketball net is dripping too. <laughs> Boom. That's what this album sounds like. Oh, it's a smooth. Don't get me wrong. It's a smooth Johns. The net and the ball is wet off this finger roll, boy. This album made for jitterbugs, though, is what I'm saying. This album oh, is for the not. OGs, though. You got to be born in the 50s for this motherfucker. Yeah, this bro. album is for those. When I say punishing yeah. young bulls, there's no young poppy here. Nah. There's you got to no, be in like, your 20s and the 70s on this motherfucker. Especially when you look at the features, and I think the youngest feature is Babyface Ray, and that nigga's like 30 years old. And he was wilding on that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Boy, sound clean on that motherfucker. And... I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but this is the best Wiz Khalifa verse I've, I've ever heard, heard in like the last eight years. Be what the fuck was Wiz eight, on? Seven, eight years. That's the best Wiz verse I've heard in the last seven, eight years. That sounds like Wiz Khalifa. That That's I- the best Wiz verse I've heard since Cabin Fever. Boom. That's what I was about to say. Like this sound like early ass Wiz Khalifa, dog. Uh. On some flight school energy type shit, bro. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Star power. Wiz Khalifa did his fuck. Of course, um, Styles Pete. Yo, Styles is wild. Stop man. giving Styles juice. 
This nigga's only getting younger and stronger. Stop giving Styles juices for life. Styles look like he's out the uh, uh, Soul Train and lining up. But I got burned on both sides. If Styles is this aggressive of being a complete vegan and drinking juices for life, imagine if this nigga was over here still smoking uh, Newport 100s and drinking 40s every week. Mm-hmm. What, what type a, of nigga would he be? With a trunk full of brooms. What a tr- <laughs> Yeah, pull sticks. Brooms and pull sticks. Brooms and pull sticks. Shout out to Uncle Al, man. This nigga's lacing niggas up. When I Uncle Al blesses you with a tape. How gorgeous this album sounds. It's Taylor May, man. For sure. Uh, Big Crit. Let me start that song. Let me, let me start that drum song. Big Crit. Digital Roses don't die. This album sounds like we got a little blue room behind us. I hear two girls talking about how she can't wait for the Ghetto Guys album to drop. Earth Gang and shit. Mm. She out here talking about Undone, his favorite Roots album behind me and shit. Talking about which one of her favorite verses on Get Throat is her favorite and shit. <laughs> so, you know me, I'm going to turn around. Yeah, who's I turn around, I see one of the most beautiful black women with the big, soft eyes and shit. And to my surprise, how come none of the homies is hollering at her and shit? Yeah. I'm chopping up with Shorty, discussing UGK, and which one of Erica Badu's baby daddies is the best rapper and shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe after 45 minutes, I asked Shorty her name. I said, Shorty, what's your name? She tells me incense. I'm looking at her, smiling like, what kind of nigga would name a little girl incense? This album is her daddy, dog. This album is a type of album that will name a baby girl incense, boy. What the fuck? I did not see this shit coming. Not at all. What? Pillow talking, dog. Bruh. Can you even consider this pillow talking? Pe- the pillow too soft. It's a soft pillow. The, the, the pillow too soft. The pillow is too soft to talk on. Bruh. Buttery. But from the jump, from south side to the moon to the end, boy. Big Crit made a motherfucking masterpiece. Bruh. This album was luxurious. This album just glides like a motherfucking, like we had Cascade or some shit on some roller skates. <laughs> talk on it, man. The best way I could describe this album is black. You got black ice hanging from the rearview mirror. You got black magic tire wet on the tires. Mm, dripping. Dripping. You got black leather seats and like a black fucking box Chevy or some shit like that. Smoke it a black and wild mm. while sipping on Hennessy Black <laughs> with my black queen. Mm. That's what this fucking album sounds like. Who the fuck said Crick could sing? Somebody told Whole me. time. Yeah, Whole bro. time Crick can sing. That nigga got the attitude going crazy, boy. Bruh. Working work the motherfucking what? vocals, nigga. The engineer going crazy in the studio. He probably engineered it himself, dog. You know he did. From the intro to his version of I Used to Love Her, which is South Side to the Moon, talking about hip hop, all the fucking buttery ass interludes. This nigga is literally melting the panties off. This but this album sounds like you put a dollop of butter in a pan while it's hot and you wonder why it ain't melting. I felt why the butter ain't melting, but it's just gliding across the pan. Me connecting the ox jack to my iPhone so I could listen to this in the phone slip out your hand from how Bro, wet it is I felt I was disrespecting the album I felt like I needed like the vinyl to listen to this shit that's how smooth this shit was this I, like, I should have streamed well, this I'm buttoning the first two buttons on your shirt Bruh. you don't even know it you don't even know it Crit is here dog Crit uh. is here to fucking stay from the what's the I'm too cool nigga I'm too motherfucking cool nigga 
What? This nigga Crit was really talking his fucking shit, man. My, my fingernails had polished on him by the end of this album, bro. <laughs> yeah, this my shit was manicured, boy. Clear, uh, clear gloss on these motherfuckers. Yeah, I clear gloss on my fingernails after <laughs> I listened to this album, dog. What the fuck? Bro. Crit, you out here the King Remember the Time, nigga? Mm. King Remember the motherfucking time? Who's time? The transition on track 12, generational to way down. G shit, I was expecting Sister Shirley Caesar to come start, <laughs> and start praying for me, dog. It sounded like gospel, dog. Get on your knees, brother. Bro, it sounded like gospel. I think this nigga had like one feature on this whole fucking album for real. This nigga really came out and did his motherfucking thing. Off the album, I wasn't even expecting to listen to. This album caught me by surprise. Oh, Crit dropped the album. Okay, I, want, what's about? I wonder what his sub uh, part seven is going to sound like. It sounds like the cover. From Fire, which is the elements, from Fire going into South Side of the Moon, dog. Hey, lay a towel down before you listen to this. Hey, man, lay two towels down. Yeah, for sure. Or, or your girl's gonna have to sleep on the West Side. <laughs> Whichever, I sleep in it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Transition Bird Talk. Bird Talk, take one. Bowling on Baby. You already know, you already know I'm going, man. The same headline you saw the baby beat the brakes off the baby mama brother at the oh, bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's looking like Danny Lay sent her older brother on a dummy mission, which is a tale as old as time. And I want to say this is the same kind of stunt that Janae Aiko tried to pull that same shit on old boy, trying to get him to jump out of the 60s and whatnot. Man. You're not going to catch me. What you think, though? First of all, running trips always preaches on circle the block, bro. Know what your fucking you on, Know bro. your surroundings. Esta loco, papi. I'm all up. G shit. What are you doing, bro? G shit. Um, Read the room, my nigga. Yeah. I do appreciate the young bull not backing down. shit, but um, you should have got killed that night. How you pulling up on your sister's baby daddy, Dolo? Dolo, bro. first no of all. No backup, no burner, just vibes. Yeah, just vibes. I came to talk to him. And then- After you been talking shit for weeks, bro. and now you expecting another man to be receptive to what you got to say? The way little baby, or the way the baby Superman punched that nigga. My little baby over there, boy. <laughs> that nigga that Superman punched that nigga. He had four pockets full of fists, nigga. Yeah, man. They put awful. the beast on that boy, man. He beat that nigga like how I assumed if the cameras was annoying, he would have beat the BF, dog. Oh, that shit. was the energy behind this nigga, dog. That he took all his frustration. He wasn't mm-hmm. mad at that nigga. It's a little yeah, nigga, mad dog. At shorty, I'm mad at Shorty. And now you're gonna have to take the asshole with you when you go see your sister again. And she's gonna have to see Send what that asshole back to your sister. Man. I did not appreciate the jumping though. Um, you know what well, you expect. Bro? No, no, nigga. It's, you gotta know your element. You gotta know. You gotta read, read the, the room. room. Know what I mean, yeah. especially on the bowling alley, dog. At least put some bowling shoes on first, so you can get get yeah. a little. Oh. You should wear some forty belows. Yeah, bro. Some some Gore Tex, nigga. Get some grip on your shits, bro. Yeah, All right. At least fight these niggas on the carpet. <laughs> Why are you on the lane? Hey, take it to the bar or some shit. Take it yeah. to the to the lobby. Well, you can at least get some sturdy behind take you. Take it to the arcade games or some shit. Do you mate. know what it's like trying to run away from five niggas and you you can't build a better boy? Your, your britches way too big for them. Yeah. Your britches, my nigga. Humble yourself. Mind your britches, my nigga. Humble yourself, man. These folks can't be living outside for real. Nah. There's no way. Buddy asked Lucky he didn't get smoked right there. You forgot this nigga caught a body at a Walmart in front of 12. You think he give a you fuck? You think smoke ass on this yeah, Lucky Strikes? Why smoke ass on this Lucky Strikes, man? Yeah, boy. You think I give a fuck about any of these lanes, mm, nigga? Catch a spare for real, boy. Imagine it's the Wednesday that you and your family do your bowling trip. You know, your family bonding time. You know, this is the only time I chance I could just see how the kids are doing. You know, it's like we just vibe on this bowling alley. Everybody got their nachos and shit. Yeah, you got your nachos and shit. You got the, yeah, the score ready. Hey, Junior, don't forget to get the smaller ball. I want, you know, dislocate your shit with the big ball. What happened? You look on lane 12 and you see some half Puerto Rican nigga get swarmed. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, Jit Lucky. Bowling balls is heavy as hell, man. Bro, 
I was thinking they was gonna slide that nigga like 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 in the movies, dog. Nah, they was gonna throw that nigga in the fucking. Nah, um, shit, lucky to the they grab one of them ball. You, that's how you could tell them in a moment it wasn't a premeditated thing. Yeah. And they like me, I'm grabbing one of them balls, boy. The baby ain't had no words for that nigga. Just fist, dog. Yeah, fist, yeah. Talk that nigga about what? There's nothing to talk about. about. Yeah, bro. You said what you said on social media. Stupid ass, man. And you met. Me, and that's where you fucked up at, bro. You can't be huffing that bullshit. And then come through like on peaceful shit. Yes, set the temperature. You set. Uh, what we say? You gotta get consent for the vibes that you want, yeah, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, and you set. You set. You set. You gave consent for ass woman. <laughs> yeah, president accounted for. Yeah, boy. But fuck it, man. You know it's Renatrix podcast. We all about this nigga could be. No, he ain't older than us. There's nah, no way. Moving no like that is he older than us. So how would you coach Jit, man? How would you coach Jit in the correct way to parlay? Be, if there's a nigga who knows a thing or two about checking a nigga who you felt disrespected to your sister. You've done that a few times. A few times, B. First of all, don't give a nigga a heads up. Approach. Approach unaccounted for. Approach uncalled. You know, a nigga too sturdy. And approach that nigga by himself. Mm-hmm. This nigga has people who are paid. Literally, you're on payroll to whip ass. This is what I'm getting paid for, dog. The beats. When that check, when that bi-weekly check clear every two weeks. It says the beats. It right. says the beats, nigga. Yeah. I'm not here for consultations. I, I, I get state tax and federal tax off the beats. That nigga's not always going to be surrounded if by If I could come out my beats, boy. You got to choose your environment, man. If I see a nigga that disrespected my sister and I see that nigga with his older brothers and a few cousins, that's not going to be the time for me to get my hair on. Nah, catch a nigga on the back Especially if I don't got no strap on me. Especially when you ain't got no strap on you, boy. Yeah. You got no burner on you, got, man. You know what it's like me walking back to my sister after getting lumped up and saying, "Yo, sis, you gotta leave that nigga alone." <laughs> yeah, well, oh fucked up. Yeah, man. this ain't menace to society, dog. Nah, nigga, you not Kane. You, you are not Kane, dog. No, you is. Well, he, not Kane beat home up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then he, he, came not, back, he came back blazing. Yeah, this, this is not a movie, nigga. This that's is real movie, fucking life. Real dog. fucking life. Stop partying. Stop bro. fucking partying. Yeah, stop. No G shit, bro. You gotta. You gotta stop it. Man. I understand the battle, like G shit, because you know nobody's gonna disrespect my sister. But understand who you are. Understand your limitations. And understand, like, bro. At least, at least match that nigga, nigga for nigga. You don't got no niggas. First of all, you you can't even match the energy that he have because we know what kind of nigga the baby is. Yoda. I'm saying this is not for speculation. We see no. what kind of nigga he is. And, he, and we see where he's willing to take it. If you're not willing to take it there, why are you there? Why are you going there? Especially if you're instigating violence to begin with. Yeah. Hella videos of you talking shit. That nigga saw you. He you did what af- any nigga from the bro, hood would do. You can't afford that bluff, bro. No, this nigga done smoked somebody in, 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 in Walter's yeah. Mart, bro. You gotta understand. Like, in Walter's even, Mart. Niggas be forgetting that the, like, the baby's a hood nigga. Like, he's really a nigga from the hood yeah. who just got rich real quick. Ignorant as fuck. You forgot what that nigga did to that nigga at the Coast store? Or was it no Gucci store? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Coast on or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Camp Cohart. Yeah. Gone. Rest in peace. <laughs> 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 powerful resting, nigga. Yeah, but rest yeah. Rest in power, bro. The baby don't give a fuck about none of that, man. He saw your ass... All that goofy shit you was talking. I've been waiting he, to smoke you. He boy. did. He did you. Like he wanted any, to smoke you off rip. Like any nigga from Facebook. How would you not do? know that, man? I don't know. Y'all niggas move funny, man. You talking hella shit online. You see a nigga is peace. No. If anything, you should have punched that nigga first so you can at least get a look. Let everybody know listening to us right now. If you know a nigga that smoked a nigga in a Walmart, yeah, in front of twelve, and got away with it, and then your sister is his BM. He wants to kill you too. Yeah. You strapped at all times. I want you, everybody listen to me now. <laughs> that nigga doesn't give a fuck. If your sister and him are not on good terms, I don't care what kind of bond you had over Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. He wants to kill you. If a nigga could put out his child with this thing with the same energy that he'll put out a hoe, 
What you think he'll do to you? Smoke, man. But I figure if you want to parlay with somebody like that, man, first of all, you need a prop joke. Yeah, bro. You need a mutual. Boom. You need somebody to connect y'all on common ground. Neutralize the situation. Yeah. Number two, we don't believe you. You need more people. Bruh. What the fuck is he on? No low. No hammer. <laughs> 20, was it 20, when the COVID happened 2020? Yeah. Was he the only nigga in the world that did not see the thread of the baby security literally throwing bitches, yeah. bitches, not niggas, yeah. throwing shorties, grabbing shorties by their hair and throwing them to the crowd? Yeah. Those niggas still on payroll. It's the same niggas. Bro. It's the same niggas. Right, he just got a bonus. Bruh. VIP, huh? MVP, I mean. <laughs> VIP and MVP. Yeah, yeah, and that's the nigga. And yeah, that's the nigga. defensive player. And that's the nigga you want to speak and, nigga to nigga with. And, and <laughs> yeah, that just made you rookie of the year, boy. Yeah. For sure, man. And the six man. You lucky you still alive to talk about Goofy, it. Boy, I don't understand it, man. Okay. Uh, hold on. Okay. Fuck it. So my phone just let up, right? Uh-huh. I'm talking about this is it's 8.46 p.m. Talk to me. PGA Youngboy. That's the dude that... Um, yeah, I remember. remember, remember just, <laughs> shout out to you, Young King. Uh, he. This is the tweet, bro. Ayo, I was at a random dealership getting my car serviced, and I ran my mouth to a random dude wearing a... Rory and Maul hoodie about running Triz at Westside Twy. Put him on the episode 114, JPEG Mafia, LOLs. <laughs> hey, shout out Yo, to shout you. out to you. Big oh, shout outs to you, man. Hope you show these straight. For sure, man. You know what to do, man. <laughs> you know what to do. Right, you fucking mouth. Take two, Bertar Hotline. Run that number. Oh. 404 Four six four five. It's, it's Tris set. set. Okay, you want to start off light? You want to go heavy? Pause. Let's do light. Yeah, let's do light. light. This one's um eight one three aerial code. That's Tampa, if I remember right. So go ahead and read it. Oh, this one's you too. Go ahead and read this shit off. Boy. Just read it, nigga. I felt like I was being attacked for the first line. I want to know how Low feels in hindsight about ruining the home. (laughs) Read it. I want to know how Low feels in hindsight about ruining a man's whole reputation. And why don't you feel bad, you fucking psycho? Because I know you don't feel bad. I love the show. I want to know how Low Noel feels in hindsight about ruining a man's whole reputation. And why don't you feel bad, you fucking psycho? Because I know you don't feel bad. Go ahead and answer that. Shout out to Tampa one time, man. If I'm busy feeling for niggas, who's feeling for me? I can relate to that, too. Who's feeling? Ain't nobody praying for me, man. Ain't nobody praying to, for me. To quote Kendrick Lamar's grandma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, K-Nob's grandma said that? <laughs> That's a wild thing to hear your grand duke say. <laughs> Ain't nobody praying for me. That's wild. <sighs> That's crazy, man. Nah, man, fuck that nigga. <coughs> uh-huh. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's how it's always going to be, man. The best way I could describe it, like, seriously, is a lot of times, like, I hate niggas for no reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I be taking shit per... Like, a lot of times, I'll fabricate some shit in my head to really hype me up. A lot of times, niggas don't do shit to me. And there's a nigga right now listening that just leaned in his chair. Like, yeah, now you speak of my life. Now, Lil Noel speak of my life. Say it again. Sometimes you hate niggas for no reason. For no fucking reason. Like, okay. I don't know why. A lot of times a nigga don't do nothing to me, for real. 
But fuck that. I got to win. You can't win. How am I going to let you win? Especially with the bitch I want. Especially especially with the bitch I want. I'm over here trying to eat shorty. And shorty's talking about what type of nigga you is. Danny? Bro, that nigga just blew like 450 at Blue Flame the other night. And that nigga a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll say some wild shit to win. Like, I really will say some wild shit to win. And let me figure a way to get like some, some sort of, um... Gaslight, like gaslight evidence for real, for real. Like it's not real evidence. It's fabricated evidence, but I'm able to like finesse it for real. What? A little fake DM? Fuck that nigga, man. And I don't feel bad about it because okay, that's what I, that's what I wait for. So you don't feel that? I don't feel bad about it. Why would okay. I feel bad about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, I, niggas don't feel bad. <laughs> niggas don't feel bad for me. I feel it, man. I'm a. I'm realizing that it's not in your best interest to read the text. So I'll, I'll read it. I'll, just, right, boom. I'll read it, man. Pete Game, how am I supposed to feel bad about a nigga that's less than human to be? All right, but now you're getting some nasty shit, man. I'm just saying. That's some supremacy shit right there, boy. Is well, that like, supremacy? That's some white nationalist come out your if mind. If I see a nigga and I think I'm better than him, how am I supposed to take okay, it? Okay, David Duke, nigga. Let's go on to the next one. Let's relax. Let's relax. I'm going to the next one, man. This one, um, this one's local, 678. All right. First... Hey, shout out to y'all for real. I seen Jock tweet about y'all back in 2019 and been hooked since. But lately, y'all really been killing shit. Shout out to Rip, bruh. The shit that y'all talking about is my life right now, bruh. Shit crazy word for word. I be feeling like a bitch to myself, but... (laughs) I be feeling like a bitch to myself, but hearing y'all be y'all is... uh, but hearing y'all be y'all is real as fuck. But hey, I don't know if y'all be saying shit as a joke, but my BM caught me stealing out her purse like four like four years ago and she won't let that shit go, bro. I don't know what to do anymore. LOL. <laughs> you didn't wait till for her to fall asleep, man, dog? Well, I understand. Opportunity, like, opportunity and, uh, what they say? Opportunity is like, Something, something, what something. What they be saying, man? Bro, something about opportunity. Some, something about Yeah, some shit like that. That's his opportunity. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. Why did you wait like she wasn't asleep? Is that the only way to get caught? Is she awake? I, bro, the only way you I can get caught stealing out my shit is crazy. You saying a woman's not smart enough to realize something missing? <laughs> she can say, but she can't blame me unless she sees me. Okay. Because I can deny, deny, deny. Like, you're supposed to give Shorty the ride. I, his question is, he doesn't know what to do. So, what is he There's doing nothing now? you can do. You are marked as a nigga that's been digging his show. He's pushing you out. Like, there's nothing. You, you can literally, the 20 beans you was trying to take, you from, what was he said, 2019? Yeah, he been fucking with us since 2019. So that shot the big jock one yeah, time. Big shout out to you, man, for the yeah. assist. We appreciate that, man. But like, the fact that you got caught, it doesn't matter if you power up and literally could toss like 30 bands tomorrow. You'll still be the nigga man, that, that tried to take 20 beans out of yeah. purse, bro. I, you, you did this, bro. <laughs> It must have been a f- tough four years too, cause anything you do wrong, she gonna like yeah, go back. Yeah. Can you believe this nigga was digging my purse? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, there's uh, nothing you can do you about can do, that man. for real. You should you got to put her to sleep first, man. Stop stealing. Stop partying, man. Yeah, don't don't stop stealing. Just stop getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, dog. Um, I'm glad that father definitely hit home with fathers, man. Yeah, G shit. A lot of fathers dealing with a lot of mothers. Mother's father, yeah, yeah, it's kind of wild to me how many shorties is on Rip side. I mean, I'm on Rip sides too, I guess, but <laughs> I just fucking with him. But no, <laughs> nah, but for real, yeah, though, like I was him. very surprised at how many mothers was like, yo, because you know a lot of shorties, 
I've been hearing it damn near two weeks. Yeah. Oh my God, Rip's such a sweetheart. Right? A sweetheart. Now he's a sweetheart. Now he's a sweetheart. They give his feeling stupid juice all over the podcast for three years. That is like a sweetheart. Rip is a crowd Rip. favorite, man. Yeah, fuck Rip, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I be hating niggas for no reason. Uh next. Last one's also a six seven eight number, so it's local. Mm-hmm. But six, seven, eight, so it could be Atlanta. Yeah. Also, not Atlanta. Could be not Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? But this one says, uh, this one's for me. Yeah. Hearing Twy admit he might have bad judgment when it comes to women is rare for a nigga to say, period, in all caps. Also, <laughs> also, I would pay money to hear this nigga's voice before I fall asleep. Shout outs. Yeah, Shorty, what's up, man? What you got? Uh, ASM, what's the ASMR? I tell you, hey, look, my cash app right now is not, uh, what's the problem with my cash app? Hold on, man. I'm nah, that's the old one. I let that one go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hold on, <laughs> wait, wait, got gonna, two I, cash apps, need to let one go. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out, man. What I'm saying, but Shorty, I'm saying right now, like, if you want me to, Shorty, if you want me to holler at you, I'm saying my cash app is dollar sign. This is not twine. You feel what I'm saying, Shorty? If you need, Anything you need to hit my dollar signs first, yeah. You need anything from me, I hit my cash app. This is this is not twy on the cash app, and I make sure you fall asleep. You know what I'm saying, mm. going on with the text, <clears throat> she said, But I think the boys were missing the point of him not wanting to start a family with the wrong woman because I think what twy was saying. Is his fear is his child would have the same life he had with an absent mother as he did with an absent father. Next text. I'm not trying to blow y'all shit up. My bad. LOL. Capitalized. But last thing, that whole discussion was funny as fuck. LOL. This is one of the few times Twy talks about how he feels instead of what he thinks. In parentheses, keep that going. And the reaction was... What the fuck do you mean by that? Alameo, <laughs> 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 shit was top tier comedy. I'm sorry. That's funny. That's funny as that's fuck. That's funny as fuck. High key, there's, there's a few funny parts of the episode. I'm listening to that. Like, I'm telling my two niggas, the two niggas closer to me, how I feel. These niggas looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> hey. Hey, don't subscribe to that shit, man, nigga. Stop that stupid shit hey, you talk about, cut, man. Shit, cut that shit out. But yeah, she, uh, Shorty, uh, she's verbalizing what I was too caught up in the moment to say. That's my fear. My fear is I don't want to start a family with a woman just so much. So no, like rip shit. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a uh, the present parent dealing with an absent mother. I don't want uh, my shit to go. My, I don't want my child to go through the same shit. I feel it, but I don't know. Probably because I don't care as much. Because I'm believing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't believe. I don't believe that I'll be able to damage a kid as much as my peoples have damaged me. But it's not about you. It's the woman that's in the scenario. Yeah. So what the hell are you talking about? I'm saying, though, if I have a jitterbug and, I, and I'm on some fucked up shit, I got to raise a jitterbug on my own. You know what I mean? Shorty in the picture or not. Hey, man, it is what it is. Where's the resolution of what you're talking about? If my shorty leaves, what's the resolution? Shorty gone. <laughs> <laughs> that was all funny. Shorty gone. There's no resolution. Shorty, shorty, shorty gone. Just fuck shorty, it. It's fuck it. But I still don't think my jit will come out as fucked up as I was. You know what I mean? How can you not figure that? Because I know what fucked me up. At least with your situation, mm-hmm. 
you have a, a strong foundation for identity. Yep. And one thing that I could tell you don't realize, when it comes to having a, a parent missing, there's a big part of your identity. You don't even know who the fuck you is if, you know, not like when you were on, uh, when you moved in with your father yep. and you really started getting into the genre well side of your family and really who you are, mm-hmm. that was an impact for you. Yep. Imagine not having that part in any aspect. Oh, bro, load the well, yeah, it'd be worse. It'd be worse. It'd be worse. Thank you, bro. It'd be worse. That's the fucking point. <laughs> don't look at me, conf- <laughs> no, me confused now, nigga. You said it. It'd be worse. So my kid will be worse? Yeah, your kid will be worse. You'll be straight. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That ain't peak. Hold on. That ain't peak. That ain't peak. That ain't you talking? That ain't peak. Transition. Pre-game. Pre-game. We're going to be talking about some power, right? Uh-huh. Power. Number five within the supreme mathematics represents power as well as refinement, right? Knowledge is power, truth is power, which means the knowledge and truth of self has to be what really makes us feel powerful. Mm -hmm. So I got to ask you, my nigga, what makes you feel powerful? The upper hand. Having the upper I already know it's going to be some bullshit. Nah, having the upper hand in the situation makes me feel powerful, man. Especially if like... It's some shit I pre master. So you only feel powerful with this opposition? I should feel powerful with my ops. No, that's not what I asked. You. <laughs> <laughs> I said the only time you feel powerful is if there's opposition. I'm pretty neutral until I'm faced with conflict, so I have to say. So what yeah. makes you feel powerful? You don't feel powerful? Just chilling in the crib. Standing on your own. I just I don't feel nothing for G shit like I really just be chilling until I'm like faced with opposition, I guess, and that's where the power come in. Because I'm like, it's the not- power comes in during conflict. <laughs> <laughs> All right. like, niggas don't know how strong Samson was until he started ducking all these Philistines. So, I don't know if that's how. If you knew if how that strong, after, if, that's if you she- knew how strong Samson was, why would you sit an army at this thing? That means they ain't know. I like Samson, bro. That's physical know- strength. <laughs> you know how powerful I am until I'm killing, breaking your nigga half. Okay. Nah, but um, G shit. First time I felt powerful was when I was faced with like old triggers and shit like that, like old things that would cause immediate depression, and then realized like, yo, damn nigga, this the stuff like the stuff that we laugh about. Like, bro, if we heard this shit just two years ago, we would be shambles of ourselves. When I hear situations like that, and I just laugh at shit, and I'm like, yeah, that makes me feel powerful because I know what, what would you call that? I know growth is real. Like it's an actual thing. Recognizing your growth makes you feel powerful. Yeah. My old triggers is not going to bother me no more. My old ops is not going to bother me no more. I need new ops. Would that fall under knowledge of self or truth of self? Knowledge of self? Because I'm learning myself every day. Like I said, a lot of niggas will hit me with an old trigger thinking like, watch this nigga turn into a bitch. Nah, nigga. That was low to well from two years ago. (laughs) That's old shit. Yeah. It's old shit. Uh Niggas say some slick shit in their mouth and they think looking like I'm gonna crumble. Yeah, I'm gonna call you a bitch and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, keep it. <laughs> I got a list of things on way more pressing matters. Like your mom's your mouth. Stupid ass. Yeah, especially your mom's mouth. Yeah. That's number two on my list. Yeah, that, that makes me feel powerful. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know you feel powerful. Man, I'm gonna get to that before brunch, fuck nigga. Oh shit though. I definitely feel that as I'm growing. I'm saying those buttons aren't uh what it be saying? Those buttons are obsolete. You can't push those buttons no more. You're not going to get reaction trying to push those buttons. You know when niggas saying? try to play mental gymnastics with you. Out of commission. 
That's what I'm about to say. Those I, buttons I are out of commission. You pushing them, ain't no, they not ain't attached nothing to nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. like when you pass your little brother the the remote control to play. Uh, it's like a plug in. Yeah, look at this nigga. Stupid ass nigga. Think, plug, he, plug, you shit, think he just did a 360. This nigga think he crashed Bandicoot. <laughs> he ain't shit. What the fuck you talking about? Uh. Yeah, what I'm saying, it's funny when you have niggas who try to play mental gymnastics with you with old with old tactics and shit like that. It's funny to me, man. Like I'm not even on those monkey bars no more, nigga. Look at you still swinging around. Running through them same antics, trying mm-hmm. to get a reaction out of folks. Yeah. So, you know the PGAs, right? Uh, young boy? Not not the young boy. Shout out to you, young boy. <laughs> Two shout outs for episode. You a guy. Nah, PGA the tours and yeah. shit. Like, shooting McGavins and shit. Yeah. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit. <laughs> well, the PGA tour interviewed uh, Hoover Crip. Mm. At the 2022 Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. The PGA Tour interviewed a Hoover Crip. Now, why is that some insane shit to say? Because they was interviewing him on some positive shit. It wasn't, um, what were you thinking when you broke into the grounds to rob these people? Or some energy like that. And it wouldn't be the PGA Tour interview of saying it'll be yeah. Barbara, Barbara Walters or some uh, Unless shit. they have the old uh, police department. Unless there's like a PGA PD <laughs> floating around here on golf carts. with a tank. Swing iron. Well, Schoolboy Q was interviewed on CBS at this PGA event. And he said, in his words, coming where I come from, the life that I had, I never thought about playing golf. I got into it and it changed my mental. It let me learn myself as a person. Like, this is why certain things happen in my life going bad or certain things going good because it's an attitude thing. It fixed my attitude in life. It fixed a lot of things about me. First of all, that's dope, man. My man learned real problem-solving skills through, like, a recreational activity instead of being reactionary like a lot of us niggas do. Like, he figured something out that, like, yo, not only is this positive for me and my way of problem-solving skills, but I can also use this as a measuring stick to compare myself to where I was even just a few years ago. And that's dope as fuck. Like, literally, this is the same man who said, I was nodding out in front of my daughter. Off yeah. the oxys, dog. Prescription drugs. This is a, oxymorons. This shit. is the same nigga that was sleep on Top's couch. You know what I mean? Hoover Crippin. If this rap shit don't work, at least banging is still there for me. Like, and now he's saying, "Yo, this helped me take accountability for a lot of shit that went wrong in my life, and it also helped me take accountability for shit that's going good as well." Like, if that's not growth, if that's not claiming your power, I don't know what is. I never played golf before, but I know one thing. Talk to me. It's not good to lose your shit while you're playing it. Yeah. No matter how many times you fuck up. Right? Mm-hmm. Losing your shit when you're playing golf means you're losing control of the game. Boom. And if there's one aspect about being a black man that really fucked up with our perception, mm-hmm. it's anger and power, bro. Boom. Boom me one more time, dog. Just speak. No, that's the truth, man. Niggas confuse anger for power. Like, yo, the more angry I get, the more powerful I get and shit like that. Like, it's supposed to scare somebody, man. Or sometimes it's supposed to scare yourself. Like... It's not the, it's not. There's no correlation. <laughs> like yo, nigga, you're not a volcano, nigga. I don't give a fuck how angry you get, my nigga. That doesn't make you. Now I'm mad though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a bitch on the inside, so I, bro. Nigga, go feel like mad out your head. Oh, what? Especially if you're the if you're the butt of somebody's joke, dog. Nah, especially if folks don't know why you mad. What if you can't even talk about why you mad? Cause I feel like a bitch. Yeah, that nah, not nah, really gonna get mad up in here. And that's double mad. You double mad. Yeah, don't touch me, bitch. <laughs> so you mad and niggas can't ask you hey, why you mad because hey, you mad. Shout, about- to, shout out to my graduation party. <laughs> oh my god, you're mad 
And you can't tell niggas why you mad because you know it's a bitch reason to be mad at the first place. <laughs> That's why I leave at his own graduation party. <laughs> don't even look at me. Don't look at me. Don't even look at me. <laughs> left all the homies in my mama's living room. Yeah. <laughs> mad at you. Fuck this shit. <laughs> don't touch me, bitch. <laughs> That's a true story, man. <laughs> I I can't even remember why I was mad, but I was mad. And I forgot one of the, one of the homies said something like, bro, you kind of tweaking right now. And because he said that, I felt like a bitch. So now I was mad before, and now I'm mad I felt yeah, like a bitch. Right, yeah. guess what? Yeah, keep so that. I, <laughs> I don't know how to express myself. So yeah, yeah I just kept getting more mad and more mad. Y'all expecting me to reflect on my actions? Nah. Nope. Yeah. But speaking for myself, it's been a lot of situations where I'd rather feed into my anger and even try to think of how to even get control of the situation I'm in that's making me angry. I'm not trying to win the game. I'm trying to break the table. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth that I knew about myself and I know about myself, which is the knowledge of myself. And that's the shit that makes me feel real powerful because I know as long as I'm in control, I can't lose. Yeah. You control the game, I ain't gonna lose the game. I huh? can't lose. Yeah. Shit's not sweet right now, but I ain't gonna lose. Yes, You're gonna lose before I yeah. lose, bitch. I'm way more tolerant and feeling bad than feeling mad. I'm saying my threshold for feeling bad is way bigger before it starts tapping into my getting mad. You Are you saying, saying you can take an L now? Yeah, that's what, there it is. I could take an L. Because even me taking an L, I'm not going to lose. I'm still thinking about like you saying we could take an L. Talk about two niggas who could not take an L. Refuse. The lengths that a nigga will go through and two... To refuse I'm to rejecting take the rejection. Yeah. I'll like, do whatever it takes to reject the rejection. I will do whatever it takes. Even if it's a little victory over a major L off some goofy shit. Yeah. As long as I could go home saying, at least this happened, nigga. Or I'm going to drown myself in all my lower W's. Yeah. I you ain't know. take an L. How I take an L if I'm drowning in this? Yeah. All my little, little, little ass W's, yeah, right? Yeah, look at the little shit. Yeah, little baby shit, little pleasures and shit. Yeah, so, what I, so what I crashed the car, I still cracked shorty that night. <laughs> You gotta wake up the next morning, my nigga. I mean, but you last, last night though. Last yeah, night, yeah, last night. I don't got the whip right now. Standing butt ass naked in a shorty bathroom, trying to flush his rubber, man. Oh my god! Why I keep flowing back in up? In the back of your mind, <laughs> I got some real. I got some real shit. I need to figure out how to get through. But I'm over here. I should not be here right now. No, Me getting this coochie right now is not fixing the problem I got in my life right now. I still haven't told my mom I got fired. And first of the month is next week, and I definitely do not have the rip, but I've been sure he's guts. It's February, it's a short month. And then the month is in two days, boy. What the fuck you talking about next week? Nigga? Now you try to get back and show your guts like, yo, baby. Yeah, I'll show you. You know what I'm You trying. <laughs> you trying. You say you love me, right? Yeah. I'm going to need you to show me how I you love you. me. So what you going to do? We're going to go down to Publix, and I need to get this money order going. Yeah. You got. I need you to Western Union yourself some bread so you can pull That's it out. You got um, a chase account, right? You got Wells Fargo? Oh, we eat mine. Nah, back in those days with Kovian. Oh, my God. Oh, no, back in those days, watch it to Mutual. Watch it to Oh, <laughs> yeah, my. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Man. Transition, meat and potato time. Nigga, where's the meat? Episode 142, Casa Bay, Yasin, a.k.a. Most Death Version, Brother Lone the Wells. Before I go into ISO from the wing for this episode, uh-huh. what does this song mean to you? To me, like, it sounds like, yo, I'm literally figuring out what makes me great. I'm literally figuring out what makes me the man amongst this shit. Amongst all the bullshit, I know who I am. I know what I stand on. And I know what I can do. And that's crazy, especially, like, um, 
And like like I said, the first time I heard this shit, I had no idea what my capabilities were. I had no idea what my potential could be. Nigga, I was lost in the sauce, bro. I just knew my potential. I didn't even know the sauce was there. My potential was. I, I thought it was just me. Boom. I didn't know the sauce was there. <laughs> my, pot- my This is my my potential was just, okay, I hate that nigga, so I'm not going to do better than that nigga. My potential was based off the next man. It wasn't based off me. Which is ridiculous when you think about it. Like, I mean, me basing my potential off somebody else is already me limiting my potential. Say that part again. Me basing my potential off somebody else. Off somebody else is doing what? I'm already limiting my potential. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I was striving off I could do better than him, not what's the best I could do in general, my nigga. Look at me. Nah, look at that nigga and then look at me. (laughs) Look at that nigga, look at me. But look back at him. Yeah, look back at that thing. Yeah, fact. You see that? All right, so what does refinement mean to you? It's like the second look, man. It's like, all right, it's the nitpick to me. Revising. It's boom. It's the revising. It's the revision. It's the revisionary yes. stage to it. Yeah. You see, you nitpick. You see, all right, I could do without this. I could do without that. I should add this. I should add that. It's the progress to perfection. So you're not, you're not perfect yet, but you're working your way to it. Perfection. Why use that word perfection? Because it's not perfection yet. It's the progress towards perfection. I'm saying why I use that word perfection. Because I feel like you would be refining if if you weren't seeking perfection to begin with, why would you be refining yourself? I think that's the whole point of progress is like progress has to you have to have a goal. You can't just have limited progress. But to I, achieve perfection is I, I think that's know? the goal. You want so to you be go perfect. From, you go from one end of the spectrum comparing yourself to another man to limit yourself mm-hmm. to go to the other opposite end of the spectrum perfection, which yeah. can't be achieved. Boom. That's limitless potential to me. I'm I'm keep, so? I keep striving for it. I feel like if you keep striving for perfection, like how can you stop what you How know? much does disappointment rule you? In my early stages, <laughs> disappointment was dis- yeah king. Yeah. Disappointment was king. Yeah, now disappointment is just perfection. A, dog. I don't know. I, Ain't no such thing. As I perfection. feel like disappointment is just a part of the puzzle piece now. Like life wouldn't be life if it was for perfection. Hmm? Say that again? Life is not life for perfection. There's no such thing. The I life agree. that we live, there's no such thing. I definitely In agree. any aspect of life, there's no such thing. If it's man-made, man-conceived, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as perfection. I agree. Because you just saying it, where you sending a bar. Mm. I'm asking you, nigga, where you sat in the bar? Oh, I thought you said, have you heard the bar? My bad. Nah, I thought you were about to spit some lines to me. Like, okay, what, what's next? What will Casa say? <laughs> where are you setting the bar? Where are you saying? You saying I perfection. I feel like with perfection, the there is no setting the bar for real. That's, like, the bar keeps raising. But do you want to set a bar? Absolutely. You don't think you can get better than that bar? How you achieve if you don't set a bar? But that's the growth. Like, you hit that bar and then be like, all right, boom, I smacked this bar in the mouth. I'm what, what, what's bar. another word for achievement? What Jeez, checkpoint? Man. A checkpoint and shit like right. that. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I guess, when I'm saying perfection, I just mean don't stop striving for real. Don't be satisfied. Well, you fucking up. So the thing is, when we use these words, and that's mm-hmm. something I'm trying to be better at myself. So using these words, you have to think about what the definition means. Mm-hmm. So if the definition of the word you're using does not match what you're trying to say, don't use the word. I feel that. So I say improvement is probably the word that you're looking for. Advancement, achievement, improvement. Something that's actually uh, achievable, perfection, bro. Like, like, I know we know too many motherfuckers that in our lives <clears throat> that's ruled by perfection, trying to achieve a so and so or whatever, and then they get wrapped up in trying to to associate with perfection. Mm-hmm. One thing I've seen a nigga, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing or something that he acknowledges in his mind. I can never be perfect, so I need to come up a persona that's perfect. 
that can achieve whatever profession you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's how niggas get lost in themselves. Niggas get lost within themselves trying to assume a role so they can assume whatever because they know the person that they are, they think they can never achieve the profession they got in their mind. Instead of trying to refine the person that they are already to improve. I got you. It's two different things. I dig that. I definitely dig that. It's, 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 it's fucked up, but it's real life. It happens with men and women. So, I ask you that to say, mm-hmm. I don't believe in change as much as I believe in refinement. I believe that refinement is what frees a nigga from being a prisoner of circumstance. You know what I'm saying, I refuse to be a slave to situation because we're all going to die one day, right? I think I've outgrown the thought that doom is what defines us. What you mean? I used to think like we're gonna die anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. Anything that's going to happen, fuck it. It's all meaningless anyway. Fuck it. We're all going to die today. Fuck it. And I'm just dooming, like, with that mindset, bro, what's the point of doing anything? That's the truth. You feel me? I'm letting our doom define me as a person. Because what's the point? Because we're going to die. That's not how to live. I don't believe in telling people to change who they are. I believe in eliminating the bullshit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The problems, the aspects of what you do that's damaging, the habits that cause conflict, that's all like taking the impurities out of gold, bro. Setting that fire to it. Okay. Even with you, bro, how many arguments have we had just talking about how to do things? How many times have you seen me have arguments with motherfuckers about how things should be done compared to how things are being done? A lot. And how many times have you seen me not back down from the argument? Every time. Because I believe people are capable of being better. Because who we are comes down to how we do things at the end of the day. So when it comes to being better... Refinement, it's not no far-fetched shit, bro. It's just the things that we do, how we operate, how we behave, how we think, how we speak. It's just separating from the bullshit. That's how we stay true to the person you are. That's how you stay true to one. Like a motherfucker can speak to me and know me from 15 years ago. Mm. I'm essentially still the same person. Just more refined. Taking out all the bullshit, bro. You, you know what's the? You know what I feel like is our most common backhanded compliment? What happened? Where was this maturity when I really knew you? How many times have we heard that? Like, from not only from shorties from the past, from niggas in the past. When you just say some shit and then somebody looks at you crazy. Because it's not, it's it literally falls into your line of thinking. It, like you said, it, it's, it's not changing who you are. But the fact that you even took the time to think that, even come with a response like that. And they say. Since when? Yeah. Since now, motherfucker, what are you talking about? Yeah, nigga. You still stuck on the same bullshit, but I'm trying to advance. The fact that you shot shows me what kind of life you live in. Yeah. Where's this maturity at back when I do you? I ain't learned it yet. <laughs> so like last episode, one thing that stuck to me, you were talking about um, you don't feel like that you're the man that you should be, right? Yo. What I believe can never be law in another person's life. That's like the whole analogy behind you can't make a horse drink. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make I can't drink. do nothing for the horse if you don't yeah. if you don't actively do this. Mm. So you telling me that you feel one way about one way. Because you think that's all it is. Mm. But the real truth is you think this one way because you're uncomfortable with the man that you are now because you know there's more beyond that. Mm. But you don't know how to get there. Yeah. Even though potential is a great thing, potential is scary as hell too. Especially when you see how easy simple changes were to change your life. And you're wondering, why didn't you make this step earlier? Like, what, what, what are you scared of for real? You know what's scarier to me? Trust me. The otherwise. The otherwise is very scary to me. Mm. Uh, I, 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 yeah. Uncertainty is a real deal thing, man. 
is a real deal thing. Otherwise, it's scary as fuck. And what's wild about it is the shit that a nigga be so sure of. Like, I know I know it's not going to work because this, 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 and that. But you don't really know it's not going to work because you haven't done it. And I could say that's one of my um, major flaws for real like that. I'm already planning an exit strategy because there's no way this could work. But I have nothing to base it off of. But just how it initially made me feel. I, nah. You can't refine without doing. Like you said, uh, revising, right? You get that red pen out. Mm. You go over that paper and you start marking. You can't mark shit up if no nothing on the paper to begin with. Niggas, myself included, myself included in this parentheses of niggas. You know what I mean? Parentheses. I'd rather not fail. <laughs> I'd rather not do anything. I'd rather not do anything and not fail than do something and fail. And I don't know what brought that mindset about for real, for real, man. I don't know what it is about failure that makes niggas so scared, myself included. It really bothers me. And I'm like, niggas fail every day, but you've failed plenty of times. What's one more fucking failure, my nigga? Boy, I anticipate the failure, man. You know, you know me. Every failure catch me by surprise. No, <laughs> nothing catch me by surprise, boy. I'm at a point now where I'm looking for the failure so I can catch it before anybody else see it and correct it. Mm. Or I be looking for failure so I can learn. Failure ain't shit, man. Failure is nothing. I guess the most- Failure is fucking nothing if you keep going. Boom. Failure only really hurts if you stop. Boom. That's the only time failure hurts. That's why athletes getting injured is scary. Cause what if this is the failure that ends my shit? Yoda. Niggas get hurt. I'm cleared. Oh, we good. What happened with uh um PG? Paul George cracked. Broke his broke his nah, whole the motherfucking whole snap. Yeah, we, man, you know, all he was thinking was please just clear me. Clear me. I man. wanna be able to play. So I can hoop again. Man, Nah. He probably laid up in his bed, motherfucking watching his leg snap <laughs> on a 70 inch TV. Yeah, Give a fuck about that failure, bro. Nigga, as long as I can keep going, bro. But if he was not clean and that ended his career, that nigga would be motherfucking bald, fat as fuck, watching his leg snap on a 22 inch TV, yeah. thinking like, what could have been? And that's the story for a lot of man. niggas in the league, man. Only time failure really hurts if it stops you, man. If it stops you. I believe my cousin is a golden child. Like, I believe the sky is blue. That's why who you are has always meant more to me than how you feel because you be feeling like real pathetic shit. And in my mind, you're so far beyond this little stupid shit you talking about you scared to fail. So fucking what? I know a thousand niggas that will swap lies with you to be able to do what you able to do in a heartbeat, but you over here scared to do what it would be easy for you to do if you try. Niggas out here literally throw themselves out of windows, bro. Yeah, can't catch the wall, though. <laughs> <laughs> niggas out here literally throw themselves out of windows trying to figure out how to get the shit rocking. Time spent feeling sorry for yourself is time wasted. So what is time well spent? It's the exact opposite. I guess seeing the aspects in life where progress is needed and actually working on that progress. Doing the revision is only part of the work. You actually got to rewrite too. You know what I mean? A rough draft is always going to be exactly that, a rough draft. You find the mistakes, yada, yada, yada. But so what if you find the mistakes if you don't do nothing about it for real? Now what? How can we make this better? Time well spent trying to get it right. Mm. And keep doing it with the intention of getting shit right. You know what I'm saying? Not denying the flaws, but polishing them to minimize the impact of our capabilities. That's what power is to me. This shit ain't, you know, bro, this shit does not come overnight, right? But it feels good. Who does it feel good? Bro. Who does it feel good? Like, especially off little shit. Especially um, 
let's take for example two weeks ago when we went to uh, Birmingham. The talent, the natural talent, the gift of gab is there. The sp- you um, just asking for that spark of inspiration to get you where you need to go. Because G shit, we had an outline of what we were gonna do there. And not only did we check everything off the outline, we left making an impact on niggas. And I'm talking about real niggas. With murders, with murders to their day, yeah, walking up to us yeah, saying like, well, "Damn, shout to my man with the duck boot." <laughs> real like, yo, yeah. I really feel what y'all niggas were saying. I'm talking about literally being why Like when I say it was a layup drill, this wasn't like pre-thought. Like you say this, I'm gonna say this. You say this, you say this. No, this is the thought. This is what you're gonna speak on. Set the timer and go. But imagine in that same opportunity, you know what I mean, a nigga didn't have that drive or that gift or something like that. It became hard. How would you navigate that situation? Choke. Niggas choke, boy. Mm. <laughs> Under them lights. Niggas choke, man. You think Chris is going to sit next to me if I'm choking? <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. Hell nah. Chris is getting up and walking away. <laughs> She's going to leave you on that stage looking goofy as fuck. That's a fact. <laughs> no, I can't be associated with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't be associated with this. You man. think Jack is gonna trust two niggas who choke on stage? Hell nah, man. Nah, Jack would have came on stage and threw our threw our table. Oh yeah, y'all niggas gotta get out of, out of here. You man. think Austin would be out here, man? Jackson, I said, hey, bro, you need a refill of that drink, nigga. Please. <laughs> you think Austin? You think Austin will literally over here disassembling the whole soundboard to make sure our shit sound perfect? No, no. Nah, nigga. I guess it's wilder. You know what the wildest part about re- refinement? I guess is it's not even the self growth that you notice. It's the shit that niggas see around you that they think they don't even know it's refinement. They're thinking you already came in this shit polished. Niggas don't even Boy, see the refinement. Depending on how old you is, you don't remember 2009, James Harden. You don't. That's why he's so lethal to me because I remember the nigga. That step back. Yeah, it was not there like that it before. Was, that step back refinement. Same thing with Curry, man. When Curry was playing um, with well, the hyper dunks. Well, Monty. Well, Monty well, Ellis. Well, Monte was the killer yeah, on the Warriors. Yeah, he was the boss. Now you got this nigga shooting from the back of, the, of your mama house. Wet every time. Splashing. Nigga standing next to the ref shooting. Yeah. Eyes closed. Yeah, nigga in the <laughs> locker room and shit. Yeah. Staring at the announcers. This nigga shooting from Aisha Curry's old body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, real shit, man. Refinement, my nigga. So, we're going to get on to the song. I got a lot to say. So, stop me if you feel compelled, my brother. Talk, 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 talk. Uh, let me get to these lyrics one time. Look. Magnetic, the flow is athletic. Dimensions are perfected, and the static and kinetic is power. Past pressure and mass beyond measure. You can play somewhere ever and don't stop. Magnetic, the flow is athletic. Dimensions are perfected and the static and kinetic is power. Past, present, and mass beyond measure. You can play somewhere ever he best die. Boogeyman. Magnetic, the flow is athletic. Dimensions are perfected and the static and kinetic is power. Past, present, and mass beyond measure. You can play somewhere ever he. Magnetic, the flow is athletic. Dimensions are perfected and the static and kinetic is power. Past, present, and mass beyond measure. You could play somewhere ever he bets die forever. The fresh, the author and associates are proud to present. M. Death, the black, fantastic, raw, dynamic, true, ecstatic, ghetto, outstanding, classic, active, every place I have the skill, power, passion, raise your red lanterns, stanzas and anthems based on the expansion, advantage, point of the past, present, and after, rapture, master the ceremonies of master crafts, of the masterminds who craft masters, master and viable from Brooklyn Island, 
Legendary Asylum, Black Star Shining, Bedford, Stuyvesant is a Strivers, Flatbush, blazing like the smoke of a prophet and his constant remarkable artwork. And God is the author and Flocko's the archer. We right on target. A ready, steady response to a black light bright in the darkness. Y'all just a fantastic rawness. Good morning. Yes, you are rocking with the best. You are rocking with the fresh. You are rocking with the deaf with a kiss. Yeah, right now when it's always so shocking, never stop. I always keep the beat of rocking. Right now when it's always play on the digits, you know you can't stop my goal. You can't stop my goal. Been born to be who I am. Been born to be who I am. A bright light from a distant star. Bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. <sighs> Starting over, right? Mm-hmm. I love this song because this nigga restarted the verse three times. Talking about refinement. Mm-hmm. I, man, what the fuck this nigga saying? It's all introduction to who he is as a person. How I even got to this point. Uh, magnetic, the float is athletic. Dimensions are perfected. And the static and kinetic is power. That's fucking deep. So when we talking about perfection, mm-hmm. perfected, the dimensions are perfected. Not who I am. The layout. Not what I'm capable of. Not what I'm striving for. Mm-hmm. The dimensions are perfected. The world I'm living in and occupying is perfected. Mm-hmm. Because there's no mistakes in what's going on. Good or bad, the static and kinetic is power. What that, what that line mean to you, man? What's going Take on? Take them back to science class. Energies, bro. Energies... It can't be what's the saying? Instant energy. You, you, you know what kinetic means? Do you remember what the kinetic is? Kinetic is energy that's like like a constant energy or some shit like that. Like energy that's happening now. Everything that's not doing anything is kinetic. And then static is the shit that's moving constantly or some shit like that. And I'm saying power is the doing. Boom. Static power kinetic. If, if something has kinetic power, it has the potential to do something. And the static is a, is a thing that's actually moving and shit like that. Past pressure and mass beyond measure. You could place somewhere ever. Before we get to that part, bro. He, and that's the part he always stop at. You can place somewhere ever he and he goes back. Mm, and you're right. Yeah, keep doing it. Uh, keep, right. keep doing it till we need to get where we need to go, right? So I grew up thinking that there was something really wrong with me because in my mind, how can I be good at so many things and everybody claims I'm so fucking smart, but why do I keep fucking up? If you say I'm so fucking smart, why is it simple things that trip me up? I'm smart enough to think that I'm not as smart as you niggas think I am. You got set me up for failure? So what am I supposed to think? I found out what depression is, really, through my own research when I was 19 years old. I was at the Dunwoody campus at GPC in that funky-ass library reading shit. Mm. Really actually seeing what text says about depression. Because I was always told if I'm sad, pray about it. I'm always asking, but why do I feel like this? Nigga, I just told you to pray. Yeah. Fuck you asking me for? I gave you I, I gave told you, you what to nugget. do, nigga. Fucking pray. I gave you a gold star. And man. if you keep asking me, I'm whoop your ass for being yeah. uh what's the word? Uh, nah, a disobedient. <laughs> I told you to pray, you ain't listen. Gotta no. I gotta I gotta wet this nigga. Magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> pray. The ass weepers is athletic. <laughs> Magnetic, the, the ass, ass weepers is athletic. athletic what? 
But before I knew what attention deficit was, before what I knew how ADHD would impact my life, mm-hmm. I heard Casame when I was like 18 years old. Shout out to my boy Five Footer. He's the one that put the ecstatic album into my life and shit. And from that point, from really from like 18 to 22, no matter how fucked up I felt, I had most deaf in my ear telling me, don't stop. Magnetic, the float is athletic. Dimensions are perfected and the static is connecting. Power. Past pressure and mass beyond measure. You could play somewhere ever and don't stop. No matter how much terrible shit I did because I was feeling terrible on the inside, I had most of my ear telling me, you can't stop my goal. Born to be who I am. A bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers, bro. I used to play this song like it was a prayer, dog. Every day. Every fucking day. Second semester of college, nigga. <laughs> After I don't fail 90% of my classes first semester, I played this song like a prayer, dog. Put this bitch on repeat and just play this shit. Play this. I used to shower to this motherfucker. Looking at that water going down that drain, trying to figure out how. What's next, man? How? Make, make you sound so sure. How the fuck? How? Show me. Show me what I feel. <laughs> I feel something, mm-hmm. but I also feel a lot of bullshit. Mm. How? When I was a jit, a lot of my anger came from confusion. A lot of confusion led me to mistakes while I was trying to feel powerful doing a lot of dumbass shit, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of niggas I grew up with and I used to know. Today, right now on 222-2222, they are not the best version of themselves. Mm, not even close. What's the opposite of refinement? Unrefinement, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> what's what's the you tell me? Nigga, what's the opposite of refinement? I guess dismantling. I'd say decay. And niggas let the rot set in. What I'm saying, way deeper than dismantling. Dismantling means taking apart. Decay means that motherfucker falling apart. Yeah, boy. I know a lot of niggas are the, that are decayed, nigga. Niggas let the rot set in. All this shit that's killing right. you. Right. Yeah. And you say, nah, you don't, you don't snip it away. You don't refine it from your life. Even now, I know I'm far from my full potential, but I can say without a shadow of doubt in my mind that the twy sitting here today is the best twy there has been. The best? Absolutely the best. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. I don't even know why you fucking with me. <laughs> because I love you. That's 100%, man. Be- the only person I'll ask what the fuck is wrong with you more than myself is Twy. So I could get I can a hundred percent co side that this is the best version of Twy. Even though I still ask that question, but it's different it's different <laughs> for different situations. Um, I never have to repeat it for all situations. Every year you surprise me. You all do yourself every year. You can't stop my goal. Been born to be who I am. A bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. You can't stop my goal. Been born to be who I am. I brought life from a distant star. Miracles and answer. I said, nigga, like a prayer, dog. Every fucking day, nigga. I remember. Bro, this was like medicine to me. Uh, Mm. This is the only thing I could, like, like, like insulin, bro. It's crazy. I had emotional diabetes. The only thing I could calm my nerves, bro. I don't even think that's it. That's how insulin works. <laughs> the hair shaking. <laughs> this was like Zanny's to me, man. This only thing like used to keep me cool. You feel me? Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop the rock. Don't don't stop the rock. Tell people don't don't stop. <sighs> Miracles and answer prayers, bro. 
miracles and answered prayers. Something I used to struggle with when I was young. My mother been telling me since I was a jit that she prayed for me when she found out she was pregnant. Man. Mm-hmm. Specifically telling me that she would pray to God for a boy that can talk. For a boy that can talk that people will listen to because my dudes always wanted me to be a preacher. She wanted me to preach. Yeah. Talk the gospel and all that shit, right? So I guess on age around eight or nine, and I'm smart enough to put two and two together. So okay, my dude's telling me that she's praying to God while she found out she was pregnant after being told to get an abortion. So on one hand, I got a parent that hadn't even met me yet, but she loved me so much that she's praying for a very specific version of me. Mm-hmm. And I got another parent that don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, think before even So who's the right one? And if I'm so special, why do I feel like this? Going off from that point, I felt real bad. Mm. Being 10 years old, folks telling me to pray. Every sermon telling me that God is our father. We are his children. God loves us. And I don't even know what that means. I'm going along with it. I'm trying to figure it out. But even at a young age, a big part of my confusion was trying to take in a concept that everybody can understand except me. Mm. So I'm reading Proverbs. I'm reading verses like honor thy father. And even when I was a kid, I'm like... Who's going to honor me? Yeah. Talking about honor that father. I understand the, the Madu's part. Uh, I love my mother. Honor that honor father. father. It'll Everybody be like else talks about me like I'm a charity case or a liability. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Family trying to manipulate me as I got older, asking me questions like how I claim to love my mother if I'm acting like this. Your love of your mother has nothing to do with how you're acting. Because I could still love my mother, but I could still be a confused, effed up child at the same time. That goes back to emotions. Mm-hmm. Pushing buttons because you know I love my mother. Yeah. So now you're trying to emotionally manipulate me to do a certain kind of thing because I'm blinded by emotion and I'm not smart enough to think with logic yet. Obviously, if I love my mother, I should act a certain type of way. And that's not the truth. So now fast forward, I'm 15 years old. And now the only real connection I have towards my own humanity, I'm distancing myself from out of guilt because I let the thought go into my mind. Hey, if I do, if I really do claim to love my mother when I do, I wouldn't be acting like this. That's not even So that truth. must mean I don't really love my mother like that. And not, that's something I had to carry with myself, me questioning, man, what do I love? What do I care about? What do I respect? What do I honor? Mm. Because if these motherfuckers are telling me that I'm not honoring this relationship because I'm feeling fucked up because I'm confused all the fucking time, what's next? So now I'm angry. I'm confused, and I'm overwhelmed. It's not a good combo. So fast forward to 16, now I got grown motherfuckers trying to break my spirit. I got real beef with motherfuckers in their 30s and 40s, and I didn't understand it back then, but I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I haven't always been strong, but I've always been strong-willed. If you can't explain to me how that makes sense, then I'm not going for that. You're telling me some shit just because you say it? I'm not going for that. I was smart enough to put two and two together. You just but when I ask for two and two, you can't yeah, give it to me. Y'all gonna give you the math? Y'all gonna give me the math? Oh, fuck it, man. I mean, y'all, wanna punish, y'all wanna punish me because I don't fold on the pressure? All that I'm your elder shit out the window because my elders didn't raise me. My elders didn't take care of me. When I had questions, my elders told me to pray. Mm. Even in the Bible, it says raise a child. The Bible doesn't say tell the child to read the Bible, nigga. Or <laughs> 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 well, fuck I'm smart enough to figure that part out. And you want me to respect you. Which is so wild. Like, I don't understand. Um, 
like having like conversation with my pops and shit like that. Why are we having real deal conversations that could have saved me years of grief? Just talk to me. When I'm in my thirties. If you got the math then let me know. I come at you with the same questions I had in my late teens and stuff like that. And you refuse to have real conversations with me. You'll give me a Bible verse. You'll say, yo, matter of fact, we'll bring this up. about No, don't bring this up to no pastor. Don't bring this up to no apostle. This is not a question for deacon so-and-so. Why do I feel like this? Why am I not happy? Why do I feel like I have to put a performance on for niggas around and me? A question I didn't realize until I was 27 years old to even ask anybody older than me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that way? Bro, I wasn't even smart enough to figure that shit out. I don't want to have the emotional fortitude to be miserable and deal with it. I want to have the emotional wherewithal to say, I'm fucked up. How can I fix this? Unfortunately, I've built up a callus to dealing with it for so long. When it comes time to actually find a solution, I'm like, whoa, I can find a solution for this. You know what I mean? The fact that I can find an answer to this to try to fix this and not just, ah, shit, this is another fucked up issue with me. Let me just ugh, box this shit up and tuck it away, my nigga. It's crazy to me. You mean there's actual answers for this shit, man? The biggest flaw I felt like when it comes to our childhood, there was too much maintaining of what's going on instead of trying to advance. Yeah. There was no, there's no achievement in the culture that we were raising. It was all appearance-based. It's all maintaining a... A status quo, dog. It's all... Maintaining a... a um, Traditions and whatnot. For man. niggas who don't care, for niggas, for a culture that claims they don't care so much, we definitely have to look a certain type of way in front of certain people, which is so wild to me. First thing they tell you is we don't care. The first thing it's like, I don't care what such and such thinks about me. If That's you don't, all you're talking about. If you don't care what such and such thinks about me, how come when I'm wilding out because I don't know what's going on, the first thing you bring up is, you see how sister such and such was looking at you? What they gonna say? What they gonna talk about? Aight. <laughs> The reason I was yelling at church on Sunday wasn't because I'm a disrespectful little boy. I'm confused and I'm angry. I'm confused, I'm angry, and nobody has answers for me. And you keep pointing to this white man. <laughs> <laughs> you keep talking about so-and-so kid. I'm going to fuck about that nigga. Yeah, man. And then- <laughs> you know what just happened right now? I just had a small revelation. And like even though I understood the joke... I finally get the Ja Rule, Dave Chappelle joke of some real shit. Yeah, the real shit going on. I don't give a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what Sister Bird that got going Nothing. on. Nothing. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about none of their kids. I don't give a fuck about none, none of your friends' kids. I don't give a fuck about family doing. I don't feel good. I feel bad a lot of the time. And after we leave church, I'm still going to feel bad. I'm feeling bad. Next Sunday? I'm feeling next- bad. And, and it seemed like nobody gives a fuck. Y'all just keep telling me to pray and do better. So when I start doing shit that makes me feel good, which is another theme of the episode, I'm disrespectful, I'm disobedient, I'm wilding out. What the fuck? What you want me to do? I knew it back then. If I, I knew to be a good man, it's for the village to claim. But if I do terrible things with no remorse, it's for the village to say they already knew. Folks basing their whole belief off of traditions while being blinded by emotions. The whole time I had to learn the hard way by myself. Mm. <laughs> Shit is fucked well, up, fine, man. In all these scenarios, we're still the children. 19 years old, dog, playing the song like it's a prayer, bro. The only voice in my life, dog, that I'm taking in, like, no, you straight. You know what this reminds only me? Only song, bro. This song makes me, this, this, bro, this song made me feel like I'm good. I just need to figure out how to get there. 
Bruh. I don't even know what there is, but I just know the nigga that I am, I can do it. It's that line he said that always hit home for me. Right, After three false starts of trying to get the verse going, mm-hmm. Mo says, you can play some whatever. And then he... Bro, that's the bar, nigga. You could place. You could place some wherever. I've always felt that. You could place some wherever. He bet style forever. The fresh, the author and associates are proud that's to present. M. Def the black, fantastic, raw, dynamic, true, ecstatic, ghetto, outstanding, classic, active. Every place I have the skill, power, passion, raise your red lantern. Stands as an anthem based on the expansion of a vantage point of the past, present, and after. Rapture, master the ceremony of master crafts of the master minds who craft masters. I'm with the guys. I'm talking about, nigga, I can't even say hope is the word that he put into me, dog. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like a light bulb flicked on in my life when I heard those bars, bro. Any place I go, I have the skill, the power, and the passion. Mm-hmm. So you need to honor that. Everything that I do. I have to. Because there's no otherwise in my life, my nigga. Figuring out how to get it right. That's what the song did it for me. Miracles and answered prayers. You can't stop my goal. I've been born to be who I am. A bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. I got to figure out how to get it right. As I'm getting older, I'm realizing this shit's never meant to be figured out. We have to improve. Improving is our influence on the next generation. And I feel like that's the whole point of all this shit. Improving. Improving is our influence on the next generation. The reason why when I call my niece and her eyes light up when I talk to her, Mm. it ain't because of what I do. She sees a nigga trying to improve. That's why she connected me. When I talk to other family members, it's not because of the job I have now or what I do or whatever money. It's because they see a nigga trying to be better. That's what they connect to. The same reason when I heard this when I was 19 years old and I could see a nigga trying to figure shit out. That's our history. That's real black history. Black history is not for the ones who make it. The most brave and progressive black people that we ever known and been taught about, they did what they did because there was no otherwise for them. They weren't able to experience... They wasn't doing it to be black history. Nah. They were trying to improve the situation. They were trying to improve because that's their influence on us. Which is so fucking wild, man, because little things like that you would have thought would have been like, all right, let's get these niggas mentally right to battle shit for the next generation. Nah. It fills up to certain members of my family. My whole legacy would be as good as somebody else's kids. And that's it. You could put a check mark by my name in the family because I satisfied what y'all niggas wanted. That's, that's, that's it. Y'all don't want anything else beyond that. Y'all just want to say to another family, look at that end. Look and that's it. That's it. And then y'all gonna tell me I'm disrespectful? Y'all disrespecting me. He needs you to limit your potential to what he's doing. You said that. Wonder where that came from. Fuck that shit. I, I have no problem living my life as a disrespectful child. <laughs> no if problem. I, if I, got I already up, feel fucked up. I don't feel good anyway. What's one more insult? Hey, you ain't do that ever, ever make me feel better. You can't stop my goal. I've been born to be who I am. A bright light from a distant star. Miracles and answered prayers. Nothing less than that. My mother told me when I was very young, mm-hmm. way before anybody else told me anything that they wanted me to do. What does that say? Watch what you tell these fucking kids. 
I'm 31 years old. And that shit still sticks with me. Imagine if my mother never said that. What kind of nigga would I be today? Completely different, man. If my mother didn't tell me when I was a four or five, six years old that she prayed to God for me. If I didn't hear this song by most deaf, reinforcing that I am a miracle, I am an answer prayer, what kind of nigga would I be? Black history, boy. Watch what you tell our fucking kids, man. You got any reminder for the folks? Yeah, man. I just got one reminder. Bobby Schmurder said on Hot Nigga, if you not a hoe, stay the fuck stay up, up, up out of here. Stay up on my trap house. That ain't That ain't That ain't and that's my reminder. That ain't P. It's a two part reminder. The first reminder is Hey, why? If you're not a hoe, say the fuck about my trap house. It's self explanatory. And the second reminder is a nigga's about to be 31 in two months. Month. Not much. Oh, shit. It's the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one month, man. I'm a month away from turning 31. <laughs> I'm not emotionally available for anything more than a hoe right now. And I got some reminders that go in this order. Tyler Kweli said on Where Do We Go? If I don't celebrate, I got nothing to fight for. This is a reminder to send it up for yourself. Fireworks ain't only for the 4th of July. Be loud, be proud, stomp your feet, pound your chest, because you really like that. You feel me? Like, I'm really like that, my you nigga. Like I'm, I'm really like that. Yeah, nigga. You feel me? I don't think here. you understand. I'm really like that, my hey, nigga. Hey, I don't think your man's understand. Nigga, I'm, re- I'm really like that. Motherfuckers' spirits would have been broke by now. I ain't miss a beat. If anything, I up the pace. I sped that motherfucker. I'm really like that, nigga. I spit on you. I'm, <laughs> I'm spit on these niggas and celebrate yourself, man. Next, Soldier Slim sent on me and my cousin. Me and my cousin, we stay busting. And ain't no thing to let them hang. This is a reminder that this family ties is way deeper than the bullshit y'all got going on. Y'all can only vibe when y'all like each other. We see all through them little fake ass, forced laughter and big teeth smiling and shit. This nigga stuck with me regardless in the end of time. Y'all niggas bonds is toothpicks compared to boomsticks. Excuse me? Rain, sleet, <laughs> hail or snow. Trissa is out here building and adding on in this bitch. So stop all that fake buddy partnership, nigga, before we show you the broomstick for real. You improve it, nigga. I spit on the broomstick. So stop playing with it, nigga. Last but not least, J Electronica said on exhibit A, who gonna bring the game back? Who gonna spit the rainbow on the train track? That gold rope, five finger ring wrap, running with my same pack. You can find the Christ where the lepers and the lames at. Life is a dice game. One roll can land you in jail or cutting cake, blowing kisses in the rice rain. This is a reminder that black history don't stop with Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Black history don't stop with Sojourner Truth or Frederick Douglass. Everything that we do or don't do right now is forming our history. Niggas out here living life, throwing surprise parties. No bitches, but fucking up all the chicken. Mm. All the chicken. No bitches, though. No bitches, man. Drinking, smoking, live, live lit, die lit. You got to do something to celebrate yourself first. So stop partying. And you niggas, it's okay to cry because you ain't as hard as you think you are. It's been episode 142 of Running Triz, Casa Bay, most death version. And when you see me alone on the block, protect your motherfucking neck. You want to know why? Because you's a user, user, user.